never laugh as a hearse goes by For you may be the next to die They wrap you up in bloody sheets To drop you six feet on Tonight, on the Midnight Train Podcast We're taking the train to the beautiful country of Sweden And we discuss the creepy places They have to offer us widows Jonathan is going to have fun with some of these words Haha, dumbass Listener discretion is advised because, well, fuck it, all aboard. On your snout, they eat your eyes, they eat your nose as you begin to decompose. A slimy beetle with demon's eyes, choose through your stomach and out your sides. Your stomach turns rancid grease and pus pours out like melted cheese. Hello, passengers, and welcome. To the Midnight Train Podcast, where we bring the duck to light. Don't do the left. Don't do the left. All right. What's that mean? Well, you guys know what it means. We make fun of and joke about creepy shit while bringing you as much information on each topic as possible. I am your host, the conductor of the cryptic, Jonathan Sayre. Thank you. Thank you. Fuck. (laughs) You get the short applause. And with me, as always, is my co-host. It's Mr. Moody. Ah, uh, that's fitting. It's fitting. It's fitting. It's fitting. So, how you doing, buddy? Good. How are you? I'm. I've had a busy fucking right. weekend, and uh, yeah. hopefully, you're better than me. Uh yeah. This week, it's actually been all right. I mean, yeah. it's been kind of busy doing stuff, but yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it's it is what it is. Superb. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's good. Good. Everything's good. We're rock and rolling. We got our video up now. We do. Hey. hey. We have a couple of guests in here with us, but one of them is. Not really a guest. Not anymore. really a guest anymore. No. I think he's actually going to be here with us. It's uh it's Logan Sayer. Yeah. What? Hello, everybody. Hello, Who hello. gets the proper applause? It's his first one. First Woo-hoo. applause. We'll get the proper applause. How are you, sir? You that? I'm not, not doing too bad. Excited. He's the reason we have video. Yeah. yeah. So he you, is. You can send all hate mail. <laughs> yes. See our ugly faces. <laughs> Damn you, ugly. <laughs> So yeah, so Logan's going to be with us, and he's going to be, uh, you know, uh, the third, the third table member here, yeah. third and uh, and uh, you know, helping us with our uh, our tech stuff because, fuck, we needed it. Yeah. yeah. If it's not audio, we're dumb. Right. Right. Well, even then, I mean, let's be <laughs> oh, honest. Oh, you're dumb. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, thanks. <laughs> Apparently, Evan called me a dumbass, so that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to find him. I heard that. One of these days. That's pretty awesome. Fucker. And of course, <laughs> we actually have a return who used to be the third chair at the table. It's Riley Sayer. <laughs> That's kind of fucked up. <laughs> Listen, I, I graduated college, so I have more time. You I did graduate right. college. You know what? We'll give you one of those. He graduated. Co- oh, <laughs> I don't deserve any more. He graduated college. It's he just did. college, man. It's very awesome. <laughs> so yeah, I might be back every now and then. He uh, graduated Yay. magnum magna cum louder. Ma- ma- magnum cum loudly. Come loudly. Yeah, come loudly. magnum cum loudly. Yeah, yes. which means he had good grades. That's oh. what it means. It's Latin for something like that. Magnum PI, something like that. <laughs> he graduated <laughs> magnum PI. <laughs> You have to have a sweet mustache for that. Though. Yeah. Oh yeah. Tom Selleck had like the best oh, mustache, man. dude. Oh, that's so awesome. You've been friends. Ugh. Yeah. What? What? Oh yeah. He was in Friends, yeah. wasn't he? He was uh, Richard. Richard. Yes. Wasn't the one chick dating him or something? Monica. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Richard. <laughs> when Joey and Chandler. Had that's to your first one, yes. folks. Um, and if you are new here, 
we are, you know, we, we made a drinking. We game. have a drinking game every time we uh, quote Out a movie, movie quotes. but it has or to television. be a, or television, but it's got to be natural. It can't be forced. Yeah, no forcing. You it. have to take a drink. Yep, and that's your first one. So if you're yep. drinking out there, tell your drink boss up. to fuck off and drink. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. There you go. If you're listening to this at work and you got the bottle of Jack on your desk. <laughs> Just tell them, you know. Just tell them. The, Look, the, I got to do this. Yeah, the Midnight Tri- Podcast. Yeah. Make it, you know what? Get the whole office in on it. There you <laughs> go. <Fuck it. laughs> the boss is going to be like, why is no work getting done? <laughs> Listen, nowadays they need people, so you can probably Fuck get, away, yeah, with it. get yeah. away with it for sure. Right. So you beautiful bunch of dark passengers know that we're just a couple of musicians and assholes that love history and cannot get enough of the mysterious. Would it, wouldn't it be a few now? It, it would be. It, Wait, are you a musician? Uh, up and coming. So no. So yes. yeah, okay. So a couple is fine. It's a plethora. It's a plethora of assholes. There you go. Yes. Well, we're all yes. assholes for yeah, sure. Well, that's yes. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We want you to know how much it means to us that you're listening to us at this very moment. Your reviews and support really do make all of the hard work worthwhile. And saying that, please stop on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening right now and give us a five-star review. It helps for some fucking reason. But as you know, we're yeah. not doctors. Did you know that? I uh, I could have been. You could have been. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I am a heap of wasted potential. So. <laughs> <laughs> you can ask ask my ask all my teachers about yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, the first step is admitting it. Yeah. I'm 270 pounds of wasted potential. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, you can leave any review you'd like. This week, you can say, congratulations, Riley, for graduating college. Or not. There you go. Or not. Or, or not. Or don't. Or, not. Yeah. Yeah. or, or don't. Or, or congratulations for wasting all that money. Yes. <laughs> I got a full ride, actually. He did. He got you a full ride. Son of, you fuck you, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I owe three grand. That's yeah. about it. That's just so yeah, it's good. Still too rich for me, man. Work <laughs> hard. Work hard, kids. I didn't work hard. Yeah. Yes, you did. I cheated a lot. Yeah. <laughs> That's Believe good to know that. now. <laughs> hey, at least you didn't. Hey. To, at least you didn't pay for exactly. it. Exactly. I don't give a fuck. It's too. It's too late. I got my diploma. Yeah, that's true. Can't, take it, can't take it back. You can also find us on Spotify and iHeartRadio by typing the Midnight Train Podcast in their search bar and clicking the follow button. You'll then get each episode as they're released. And Patreon subscribers, Woo-hoo. we got a bunch of new episode or bonus episodes for you. Uh, we yep. just did a drunken review one that was a surprise for me. Well, what was it? Uh, Since I'm not allowed to hear the Patreon episode. You are allowed to hear it. You just fucking pay for it. I'm not paying for it. (laughs) Pay for it. It's not part of the expenses. It's like taking $5 out of my wallet, looking at it, putting it back in my wallet. (laughs) But you get to listen to it then. It's not worth it. Well, so anyway, the uh, the episode was actually um, on... the women that fall in love with like people in prison, like murderers oh, nice. and shit like that, and serial oh, killers. Yeah. Very nice. It actually was really cool. I was really surprised. Did by you find it. out that your wife was one of them? Is that it, why? Oh, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> can, we knew that. that. Yeah, yeah we that. we knew that was happening. So yeah, if you are a Patreon uh, subscriber, one of our producers, you will be getting that soon. On top of everything else, and if you're not, get on we over. An, we have another one ready to record. There's too, another so. one, coming we'll one coming yeah, up. Yeah, that'll be coming out soon too. Uh, get on over to Patreon.com forward slash the Midnight Train Podcast. Because Choo-choo. if you go and look Choo-choo. for it, we swear way too much, so you yeah. can't find it. Yeah. But it's also on our video now. If you look at it on YouTube, you can see it on there that it says Patreon.com. Go in there and give us a, you know, help us out. Show us yeah, you love man. us. Get, yeah. the, get the bonus shit. You're getting something, and you're helping you out. Are. You are. Right. see how fucked up we are. You can also head on yeah. over to uh, the Midnight Train Podcast.com. Pick up some merchandise while you're there and super just click sweet. on the it's super sweet merchandise. Super sweet. And you can uh, click on the uh, Patreon logo on that one as well. All right. Plus, as a lot of you guys know out there, we have a lot of fun on our official Facebook. 
Facebook group page. We do. I've been getting tagged in a lot of Sasquatch shit. Yeah. Lately. People know from, you and your Sasquatches. Stripper Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> stripper Kevin. Tell me I couldn't afford him. Son, son of a bitch. Yeah. I mean, he's probably right, though. Yeah, probably. I've never seen him personally. Yeah. But. Yeah. Just a few more Patreon subscribers. You might be able to see <laughs> Kevin, we're coming for you, buddy. Yeah. All right. So let's turn down the lights, adjust our seats, right. grab a drink. Of course. And let's get spooky. spooky. But first, here's a toast to all you beautiful motherfuckers. Is this like the Swedish national anthem? Or it something? is the Swedish <laughs> national anthem. Yeah. We did some research. Into <laughs> that. Fuck yeah, dude. Dude, the Swedes seem fucking amazing. Yes. This tastes like soap. <laughs> that fucking look. That was priceless. Oh. Dude, I almost grabbed that one. I'm glad I didn't now. Yeah. I don't know if I should put this up here, but fine dog. I love it. <laughs> it's great. I Please love sponsor it. us. Please sponsor us. Yes, Somebody out dog. there has this got Mexican their Mexican lager tastes like nachos. <laughs> yeah, <dude. laughs> it might just taste like dirty water. It's cool. <laughs> I think it's just because it's warm. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Way to go, Riley. No, warm he beer. told me to grab these. Yeah, I, well, I figured they'd be cold by now. Well, you should have. Whatever. This is so. This is the uh, the national anthem for Sweden. I dig it, man. It's we can't very, get in trouble for that, can we? It's, uh, it's on this. Listen, if we get in trouble, blame epidemicsound.com. Yeah. Is yeah. That, oh, is that well, that's where we normally get our yeah, shit it's, from? It's the free stuff. Do you have national anthems on there? Apparently, apparently wow. for Sweden. Yeah. Wow. You it's know what? Gotta, it's gotta be you public know what? Domain. Good on you, Sweden. Good on you. You know what's gonna happen? We're gonna get banned in Sweden. And <laughs> <laughs> we're their orchestra is gonna be like, hey, that's ours. We need money for that. Yeah. I like it though. It's good. Ooh. You know what? That's that's pretty fucking epic sound. That was too. so pretty. enigmatic. I love it. Oh. What is oh what is that? And Wait. more. It looks like there's another one. Oh, this is the choir version of it. Alright, we don't need all that. Yeah, no, <laughs> we don't need all that. Alright, so here we are on to the next one hundred episodes. Hey oh this is one oh one. One zero one. And if you've ever drank one oh one before, that shit fucking sucks. 101 of our episodes suck too. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well at least 100. <laughs> There's one good one in there. Anyway. Just, just wait. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully we can make these next 100 even more enjoyable than the first. We've noticed more passengers joining the train from all over the world. So thank you. Canada, Australia, Great Britain, Hong Kong, specifically Taiwan. You name it. We're getting all over the place. And we love it. Every day, Moody and I talk about it. Yeah, we look up we our, do. It makes us going. so happy. It does. We're like we're super yes. excited. Except I'm not getting the uh, the email anymore. I don't know what happened. Well, they probably you found out you were an asshole. Yeah, well, that's yeah. true. <laughs> so one of these places that seems to be listening a lot and that we've been on the charts in for some time now is Sweden. Mm. Fuck yeah, dude. Now, if you've listened for a while, you know we have this little sub-series that we like to do about places. We call it our Creepy Series. We've done Creepy Texas, yeah. Creepy New Jersey. Lots of bridges in Texas that are creepy. Yeah. Creepy Canada, well, creepy New Jersey with the fucking uh, uh, the Midgetville. That's where Midgetville came from. Yeah. <laughs> and the raccoons. And the raccoons. Fucking raccoons. <laughs> creepy Canada. Eh? Eh? Yeah. Yeah. Creepy Australia. Haunted haunted hockey sticks in Canada. Yes. Pitter patter. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Oh Whoa. Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, that's me. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. So we've done all these. So we figured, well, what better way to kick off our second century here 
with a creepy episode for one of the places that we have been getting lots of love from. Yeah. That's why today on the train, yeah, dude. we're headed to Sweden. More specifically, creepy Sweden. There's some there's some not so creepy stuff at the end that's still kind of weird that's fun, yeah. though. I yeah. put some fun stuff in there for you. All right. So first off, let's talk a little bit about Sweden itself. Sweden has a very long history that we're going to discuss here, but honestly, there's no possible way to do the history of the country, you know, give it its due justice yeah, here. Absolutely. Given the amount of time we have, but, uh, you know, we'll hit on some basic points. So it's, from uh, it's pretty awesome from 8000 BC to 6000 BC, Sweden as a whole became populated by people who lived by hunting, gathering and fishing and who use simple stone tools. Seems about right, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Dwelling places and graves dating from the Stone Age, lasting until about 1800 BC, are found today increasing in increasing numbers. That's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. The Viking Age from 800 to 1050 AD yeah. <laughs> was characterized by a significant expansion of activity, in Sweden's case, largely toward the east. Hmm. Many Viking expeditions set off from Sweden to both plunder and trade along the Baltic coast and the rivers that stretch deep into present-day Russia. It's Russian. Dude, Yuri didn't have to deal with that. I, I don't know many of these Vikings. I, I think my mother was Viking. <laughs> your, mo your mother was a Viking. She had great beard. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think she's Viking. Perhaps she is. Maybe. She, it's she, possible. She was very mean. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. But she's gone now. So the Vikings traveled as far as the Black and Caspian Seas, where they developed trading links with the Byzantine Empire Ooh. and the Arab kingdoms. Oh. Good for them. Christianity first reached Sweden with a mission led by Ansgar, who visited in the 9th century, but the uh, country was not converted to Christianity until the 11th century. Someone's always got to come in and ruin the party. Yeah. Always. The various provinces of Sweden were absorbed around uh, 1080 into a single unit, but the crown began to gain significant influence only during the late 13th century. In 1280, King Magnus Ladulus. <laughs> I'm sure that's correct. Yeah, something's wrong with your Magdula album. God. He was a magnum cum laude as well, too. Was he a magnum cum laude? Yes. Maybe. <laughs> King Magnus cum laude. That was his name. He issued a statute authorizing the establishment of a nobility in the organization of society on the feudal model. Yes. Bitch, I'm going to be king. That's right. I'm king. You don't like it? Fuck off. Trade grew during the uh, the 14th century, especially with the German towns grouped under the leadership of Lübeck. Lübeck? Who was that? Right. Like you, you, let's talk German here, buddy. Lübeck. Yeah. Lübeck. How do you spell it? L-U-Beck. Lübeck. <laughs> we'll go with that. It's L-U-B-E-C-K, but it's got that little, what's a Umlaut. Yeah, umlaut. Yeah, umlaut. So it's a, it's a means umlaut. Umlaut. It means they use a long U, so be. God damn it. Umlaut. Laut. Okay. Lubeck. Lubeck. Yeah, Lubeck. Lubeck. <laughs> and today on Jeopardy, it's Alex Lubeck. No? Not anymore. No, no. Hit, the, hit the button. Yeah, hit, hit the button. That's a button. No, I'm not even going to waste yeah. my energy. <laughs> yeah, he just recently passed away, didn't he? Yeah. Yes. Is, did someone take over for him? I, I have no idea. They've been doing guest uh, guest hosts for quite some time now oh, okay. until they can figure out a actual host. Okay. By the mid-16th century, this group known as the Hanseatic League oh, yeah. uh, dominated Swedish trade, and many towns were founded as a result of lively commercial activity. However, the Black Death, which reached Sweden in 1350. Uh, I believe that was, uh, what episode was that? Oh, God. 
Yeah, I know full well you have no idea what number it was, but I figured I'd throw we it out. Do you know what number it is? Oh, hell no. <laughs> we did do an episode on we it. We did. Go on, back and listen. On, on the Black Death, a.k.a. the bubonic plague, right? Yeah. Or all the yeah. Yeah, plagues. And then uh, yeah, the best it. part of that is when they catapulted uh, infected bodies over the walls to kill off the other people. Yeah, yeah. that was pretty Chemical awesome. Chemical warfare. Yeah, that was, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, it uh, reached Sweden in 1350, uh, led to a long period of economic and population decline. In 1389, the crowns of Denmark, Norway, and Sweden were united under the rule of the Danish queen Margareta. In 13, I don't know why I said it with that kind of an accent. Yeah, that's, that's, not, not, even, that's yeah. not Swedish. Yeah, okay. No. <laughs> Hold on. I can't do it. Anyway, I, had, I was trying, but yeah, I can't do it. In 1397. The by the way, by the way, season four, episode nine. There it is. Hey, there we go. Blacked out. Yeah. All right. So that was a wild. Job, by the way, I had no idea you guys covered the Hinter Kaifak murders. Yeah. That's, that's pretty. That's awesome. That man. was actually a really good episode. It's a cool episode. Yeah. Thanks for listening, Riley. <laughs> yeah. I, I was too busy doing college stuff, man. He was trying to graduate. I was trying to copulate, man. What? Whoa. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so in uh, 1397, the Kalmar Union was formed with the three Scandinavian countries under a single monarch. However, the Union was scarred by internal conflicts that culminated in the Stockholm bloodbath in 1520 when 80s, 80s, 80 80s, 80 is enough. Anyway, when 80 Swedish nobles were actually executed at the instigation of the Danish Union king, Christian II. So they just went in and just fucking wiped out 80 dudes. Jesus. That's interesting. Yeah, the act provoked a rebellion, which in 1521 led to the deposition of Christian II, Christian II, Christian II, and the seizure of power by a Swedish nobleman, Gustav Vasa, who was elected king of Sweden in 1523. The foundations of the Swedish state were laid during the reign of Gustav Vasa. The church was nationalized, its estates confiscated by the crown, and the Protestant Reformation was introduced. Power was concentrated in the hands of the king and the and her, I'm sorry, and hereditary monarchy came into force in 1544. After the death of the warrior King Carl the 12th, <laughs> Roman numerals. XII. XII. Was there you go. 12, yeah. Hey, thank you. He knows something. In 1718 <laughs> and Sweden's defeat in the Great Northern War, the Swedish Parliament and Council were strong enough to introduce a new constitution that abolished royal absolutism and put power in the hands of Parliament. So they're making moves, right? Who's the, they should be making moves. They should, because they're Sweden. Yeah. They've Right. Proud of you for pronouncing it right, too. Yes. Sweden. Sweden. Yeah. Is that the correct pronunciation? That's the, that's the proper pronunciation. It's Sweden, yes. Yeah. I am Inga from Sweden. Yoo-hoo. Then why are you wearing lederhosen? I am Inga from Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> is that fucking there it is? That's another come one. Come on. Come on. You got <laughs> it. Don't, you got oh. it. Come on. Come on. Come on. Fucking. Uh, you oh, you got to get it. Dan Aykroyd. Fucking. Yeah. Uh, Eddie Murphy. Why can I not think of the name of that oh, movie? Oh, oh, oh. Is that uh, Trading Places? Trading yeah. Places. Yeah. Wow, I got that. Oh, I think of it. That's when they're on the train. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I am Inga from Sweden. Yes. <laughs> Drink up, fuckers. 18th century Sweden was characterized by rapid cultural development, partly through close contact with France. Oh, the France. Oh, uh-huh. Dude, we got all the heavy hitters coming they in. Today. Like, okay, you want to come to France? That's fine. Here, smoke I give a, a cigarette. cigarette to it, baby. That's right. <laughs> what, uh, so what, what, do you, what do you think about the Swedes? The Swedes. Who, me? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Swedes, they are okay. Harry on. Pits. It's weird. Don't French have hairy armpits? Yeah, but there's all the blonde. It's fucking, you know, they they rope it if off. It, if anything, it'd be the other way. The Swedes would be blonde, yeah, wouldn't they? they? Blonde. That's what I said. They probably braid it. Oh, oh, you're yeah. saying that's weird? And they braid it. 
Yes. So when they yeah, open their arms, at least it doesn't get in the way. It looks like they have Goldilocks and a headlock. <laughs> I don't. I don't think you're thinking of the right people here. Yeah, perhaps not. Okay. Overseas trade was hard hit by the uh, Napoleonic Wars, which led to general stagnation and economic crisis in Sweden during the early 19th century. In the late 19th century, 90% of the people still earned their livelihoods from agriculture. One consequence was immigration, mainly to North America. From the mid-19th century to 1930, about 1. 1.5 million Swedes, excuse me, Swedes, there you go. immigrated out of a uh, population of 3.5 million in 1850. And slightly more than 6 million in 1930. <laughs> Industry did not begin to grow until the 1890s, although it then developed rapidly between 1900 and 1930 and transformed Sweden to one of Europe's leading industrial nations after World War Deuce. Late 19th century uh, Sweden was marked by the emergence of a strong popular movement that included the free churches, the temperance and women's movements, and above all, the labor movement. The labor movement, whose uh, growth kept uh, pace with industrialization in the late 19th century, was uh, reformist in outlook after the turn of the 20th century. Hmm. The first social democrats entered government in 1917. Universal suffrage was introduced for men in 1909 and for women in 1921. Plans for a welfare state were drawn up during the 1930s after the Social Democrats rose to power and put into effect after World War II. During World War II, a coalition of Sweden's four democratic parties, excluding the communists, by the way. But fuck the communists. Fuck them, Reds. Yes. <laughs> the Reds. Why, why you got to bring Cincinnati into this? <laughs> well, let's be honest. We've been yeah. to Cincinnati. Yeah. Fair point. Yeah, yeah, we've been there. They formed the government. After the war ended, a purely social democratic government resumed office under mm, Per Alban Hansen. Very well. All right. That yeah. was probably the easiest one you'll get all yes. night. Fucking hell. Just so you know. Under social democratic leadership, but in close cooperation <laughs> with the other de democratic parties, a series of reforms were carried out in the 1940s and 50s that uh, together laid the foundations of the Swedish welfare state. Okay. Perfect. At the same time, there Sounds were good. calls for a moderni modernization of a, uh, the 19, uh, excuse me, 1809 constitution. Mm -hmm. A new instrument of government was adopted in 1974, oh. stating that all public power is derived from the people. Good. Power to the people. Who are to select the members of parliament in free elections. Oh. The monarch is still the head of state, but in name only. He's the king, bitch. That's right. In 1979, <laughs> an amendment to the order of succession gave male and female heirs an equal claim to the throne. Oh. Oh, that's pretty. That's, that's I like pretty, it. Actually, that is, that's pretty that's, cool. That's, that's progressive that's, as fuck. That is. Uber progressive. Yeah. That's PC, buddy. They don't yeah. have to inbreed their sons anymore. <laughs> Why do I have three eyes, Daddy? <laughs> Shut up gonna, and take the damn crown. Because you're going to be king one <laughs> That's day, right. buddy. That's the power of king. Accordingly, Crown Princess Victoria is next in line to the throne, oh, not her. her younger brother, Carl Philip. Yeah, yeah fuck, fuck Carl, guy. man. Fuck Carl. <laughs> fuck you, Carl. Hot Carl. <laughs> it may not seem like it, but that's the brief history of Sweden taken from Sweden.se. That's legit from Sweden's that fucking is from, own website. That is from Sweden. So if that's wrong, blame the internet. Blame Sweden. Blame, blame Sweden. Yeah. Yeah. Blame the king. So now let's get to it. Should we? The creepy side of Sweden. Oh, Ooh. there was there was some... So r quick disclaimer here. Uh, all of the real creepy shit I found, I did find a couple of cryptids, so we're good there, and a couple of UFO things, so we're good there. Yes. Most of it, there's a lot... And when I say a lot, I mean a fucking lot of haunted places in Sweden. Given the age and the history of the country, it oh, makes yeah, total yeah, yeah, sense. Yeah. 
So there's a lot in there. I didn't go, I didn't go into as much depth in a lot of these as I normally do, just because I was trying to get more in there. But we're gonna have to definitely go back. I see you looking. Is that from the words that you're gonna have to say? I hate you. Another another disclaimer, really quickly. John is going to butcher every one of these yes, words. Yes, Sweden, so I, I apologize. Am, I am sorry. Right Sweden. off the rip. I tried. To try, I tried. I'm please not, don't hold it against him. And please, if you can, correct him every fucking time. So, yes. No, listen. Don't a, do that. I have a question real quick. All right, go ahead. Which of you think are 100% confident that I on, don't. on a blank map of Europe, oh, you could pick out which country Sweden is? I can because I, I have a little thing that I think of Sweden. Okay, anyone I else? I can always pick it out. Anyone else confident? I'm Dad, gonna, I'm going to say like 65, 70%. Wants, I think I could at least who get wants close. To give it a shot? I'll, I'll give it a shot. All right, let's, let's bring, yeah, the, let's let's bring the camera over here. Well, why, why don't, don't you come this way? Over there. Yeah, so, there you go. I'm this way. I, 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 since I was like in high school. Right, so show the, show that. I've always had this little show thing. Over it's over that, a, no, it's up there. Oh, it's up here. There you go. Yep. So I've always had, he was putting it in the computer. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You ready? Yeah. yeah. yeah all right. So all right. I'm going to see if I can figure out where. Well, let me see it. You show that. All right. Hold on. I think Sweden is. I'll tell you my little trick to remembering Sweden that I've had since I was a kid. And I fucking love it too. It's funny to me. I'm going to, I, I want to know what It's childish as shit. Uh, yeah. Well, my... I'm going to say right there. Wait, 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 wait. Which one did he pick? I bet you. Let me. Can I tell you? I bet you I can tell you which one he picked too. Which one? Which one you got, Logan? Go and pick one. I bet you I can figure out which one you picked. I know those countries, bro. Hey, look. I know where the Walmart is. Hold on. Which one? Which one did? Which one did John pick? Pick one. Pick one. Pick one. I know which one it is. All right. Which one is it? It's four. It's that one. It's one in the middle. Yeah. No. You're all wrong. Oh. Wait, Sweden so, is so, the one in the right, middle. So, Dad, uh -huh. Dad, you picked. And on either side Denmark. of that is on I, either I side Denmark? of Sweden is Finland Dad, and Norway. Dad picked Denmark. Okay. Okay. Logan picked the Netherlands. Okay. It's on the other side, wasn't it? And he Ooh. picked Norway. No, I did not. Finland's or Sweden's in the middle of Norway Sweden. and Finland. Sweden's on the north side. Sweden is in the fucking middle of, of both of them. Wait, Sweden's up in the 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 look the, right here. The islands above. Let me that. find it. I will fucking find. Just kidding. Booty's right. Oh, <laughs> God damn it! And Riley Son of a does bitch. not know what he's talking about. Well, you know what? Woo. Like, because but God, dad, I dad knew picked, it. Dad picked Denmark and Logan picked the Netherlands. Wait, 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 let me see. Because Finland is on. If you're looking there at a map, is. Finland's on this oh, side. Yeah, Norway's yeah, on the yeah, coast. Okay, but I was close. Yeah. Of the two of you, Dad was closer. Yeah. And the reason that I know that is because I always think of Sweden as the middle finger of Scandinavia. That's... That makes sense. Sweden saying fuck you to everybody else. There you go. You guys just learned something on how to remember where Sweden yeah, is. Sweden's the middle finger. Good for you guys. All right. So let's get into creepy Sweden here. Let's, let's do it. First up, we're going to visit... <laughs> right into it. Borgvane Vicaraj. Well, yeah. Or Borgvane... <laughs> it's not even close. Spukpratesgard in Swedish. And I'm probably butchering that. I don't need to hear... I don't know. I, don't, I, gotta, I gotta see it or know. <laughs> you don't know it. I probably don't know it. It's 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 S P O. We're not gonna do this entire time. <laughs> I'm just gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm sorry. I'm butchering your shit. But yeah. Anyway, figure out freaking uh, the English language and how stupid it is. Anyway, the so, uh, yeah. the the places will be in the notes if you guys want to check them out. Okay. 
Because <laughs> you put the notes up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, just copy and paste. Yeah, just, copy. just and the word can, itself. And then you can read the notes and laugh along with us. <laughs> Maybe it's Spookpotisgard. <laughs> oh, there you go. Spookpotisgard. That, sound, that sounds good. That okay. sounds better. Sweden, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Literally apologizing to another country. Oh, my God. So in northern Sweden, there was a small town. <laughs> there was a small town called Borgvatnets, which I'm probably pronouncing it incorrectly, so I apologize. That may be home to one of the most haunted buildings in all of Sweden. Ooh. In this slightly remote town consisting of just 50 full-time residents. That's, that's small. That's not many. That's, that's like a village. We got, we got a tenth of that right here, buddy. Yeah. Wow. Uh, the closest city is Ustersund, and the trains only run there on weekdays. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm going to get this. It's gonna, At least it sounds right in my head. You're going to get one of them at least. Yeah. He's just, just going to blow through them like he knows what the fuck he's talking exactly. about. Exactly. That's going to be the best part of it. Confidence is key, man. That's right. It may not sound like much of a tourist destination, but the strange and intriguing vicarage draws visitors every year. A vicarage is usually the house. I'm probably even saying that incorrectly. Probably. It's probably like visera, visera, whatever. Anyway, it's the house where the priest and clergymen live. Uh, so it's a vicarage because they're called vicars. Yeah. Yeah. So it'd be a vicarage. I don't know if it's Aj or vicarage. A vicarage. 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 Whatever. Just keep <laughs> Whatever. Going. Vicarage, you know? We don't know. Who cares? This place is said to be one of the most <laughs> haunted places in Sweden from what we've gathered. The building was put up in 1876, but it would be 51 years before the reports of haunting started. In 1927, when the resident vicar reported strange happenings, including his laundry being torn from the line. Oh, those fucking ghosts. That would piss me off, the actually. Line. Yeah. You just, like, did all that laundry, especially then, because you got to do it by... That was, yeah, <laughs> I, got, I got you, dude. Wait, I didn't hear what, what, So that crossed the line? It was a really bad part. Yeah, it was oh, a really bad Oh, you're that guy. Yeah. Oh, boy, here so, we go. Uh, there we go. <laughs> you're a bad <laughs> pun guy. Uh, he is a dad, right? So that's just a bad dad joke, then. Yeah. Yes, yeah. he is a, a dad. dad. No, that, would, that would piss me off, though. Like, you, it sucks doing laundry. Yeah, it, it does. Do it again. And somebody's out there so mad, taking it. Yeah. So, oh, well, yeah, you got to take. So, in the 1930s, Hedlund's successor, Chaplain Rudolf <laughs> Tiangden. Now, that's not a fucking Chinese. <laughs> Damn it. Tang, Tangden. I'm just going to say it like it is. Tangden. Yeah, dude. All I'm right. telling Rudolph you. Rudolph Tangden. All right. If anything, just do it phonetically because we'll all get a good laugh out of it. All right, it. cool. Claimed to have seen the ghost of a woman in the house in the oh. 1940s, the subsequent chaplain, Otto Lindgren, and his yeah, wife. That one. Hey, yeah, that was pretty, pretty, that was pretty easy. <laughs> and his wife said they experienced paranormal activity, including weird sounds and moving objects. Hmm. A woman staying there in 1941 reported that she said with an uneasy feeling as if, uh, if so, uh, she felt an uneasy feeling as if someone else was in the room I, with I her. Fuck that up. You fucked that up. <laughs> it's fine. She noticed that there were three old women sitting on the couch in the room. She jumped up and turned on the light. Three ghosts were still there, but the woman described them as more blurry. It was the golden girl. I was about to say the same exact thing. <laughs> Blanche! In the mid-1940s, another chaplain moved in, Eric Lindgren. He kept a journal of all things that happened to him. Most notable are his rocking chair issues. He brought a rocking chair with him to the vicarage. He had problems with that chair, dude. But unfortunately, he couldn't use it much. When he would sit down in the chair, something didn't like it, and after a short time would push or throw him forcefully out of the chair. In the That's early insane. 1980s, the renowned site caught the attention of an outsider priest named <laughs> Tor Fursland. <laughs> That's not actually not bad. 
the um, okay, the Spoktprostin or ghost priest. Yeah. Oh. All right. So that's who this guy is. He's a ghost priest. He was a writer, poet, Lutheran priest, street musician, and editor of the ma- the magazine A Voice Crying in the Wilderness Just that he founded in 1957. That's actually like guy sounds kind of cool to be honest with you. He sounds homeless. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Forslin could often be seen on the streets of Sweden playing his favorite instrument, a concertina. There you go. He called Sir Glagaten. <laughs> what? Sir Glagaten in Stockholm, his central sanctuary. His nickname, the Ghost Priest, came to be during a period when he worked as a priest in Borgvatnet. I'm sorry. He, he offered to relieve the village of the ghosts that were said to reside in the old parsonage. He was strongly against the occult phenomena that existed in the district. He ended up leaving the Swedish church um, uh, and, <laughs> and going out on his own after his expectations at the vicarage could just, not be I met. I just know those are the parts where I fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Ghost Hunters International visited in 2009. Yeah, ah. I tried to, uh, I, I didn't watch the episode. I didn't have time. So I don't know what they found. I couldn't find a description of if they found anything. So I don't know. Mm. It probably sucked. Whatever. So the uh, tales of the supernatural have been around here for years and have continued until present day. Things have moved. Screams have been heard. Shadow people have been seen. And the old rocking chair keeps on rocking. The legends surrounding the origins of the haunted uh, are the haunting tell of abused maids and even of babies buried in the backyard, although it is now also said that the old vicars themselves haunt the house. Oh, shit. Today, the vicarage is run as a small bed and breakfast for those curious enough to stay the night with the option to rent the entire house. I'm fucking in, dude. I've always wanted to go to Sweden. Yeah, I'd, I'd go. For sure. Should we do that? Let's, Let's do it. Yeah. Should we do that as a, as a, a show thing? Oh, yeah. Um, that's patreon.com forward slash the Midnight Train Podcast. Yeah. We could, can we write that off? That's a business yeah, expense, right? Yeah, totally business that's, expense. Yeah. yeah. Send right. us to Sweden. <laughs> we are going to Sweden. Yeah. Dude, I if, am Inga from Sweden. If, if, that one doesn't count. If no. anything, you guys would get, it would probably be the funniest goddamn thing. The three of us in oh. Sweden, oh yeah, trying to like do anything, <laughs> <laughs> especially pronounce anything. Where is the place? We'll find it. Uh, Thanks. Yep, we good. got it. Got yeah, I probably get slapped <laughs> right off of the freaking airplane. <laughs> Hi, we're looking for Asunfurt. Yeah, okay, sorry. <laughs> Anyone who makes it through the night will receive a diploma to mark their honor according to the website Atlas Obscura. Oh, okay, that is bullshit. I had to go through four years to <laughs> All you gotta Dude, do is stay the night in a bed and breakfast need, in Sweden? What the fuck? We need that diploma we, on the wall. Yeah. Right Universal Yeah, yeah. We're We gonna, need we're that. Hang that, that would be proud. amazing. We yeah. gotta figure that out, okay? So that is pre- pretty creepy. So let's see what else we can That's find good. here. That's a good one. Holy shit. Fremagurden in Vermland's Skillingmark <laughs> Homestead is a place for midsummer celebrations, singing and dancing. But the farm has a gloomy history. Once, once upon a time, there was an execution site where the farm was built. And for many years, Fremagurden was a home where the old and sick of the area had to live their last days. The experiences are different, but what comes back is the uh, the door to the attic. Uh, wait, the door to the attic. Uh, holy shit, Moody. The door to the attic opens. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Hold yeah, on. Try saying this no, no, and no. then come at no, me. No, no, no. Can I, can I, I will say this. A lot of this was translated by Google from Swedish websites 
So there probably is a lot of fucked up shit. That's amazing. I'm actually more excited now. Yeah. All right. We'll blame so there's, on there was, I caught a lot of things. And I'm like, wow, that did not translate well. <laughs> what, what do we always say? Blame the internet. Blame the yes. internet. I'm telling you, that's a shirt. I got to write that down. Blame the internet. Blame the internet. So the, uh, again, the, the different experiences, uh, slippers move, human voices are heard, knocks and stuff happen, sobs, footsteps, and mumbles from the overhang. In the house's guest book, you can read about the visitor's experiences, which is kind of cool. That's pretty sweet, dude. Like you're there and you're staying yeah. and you can actually put, yeah, hey, yeah, I got something touched me last night. Yeah. You know? And it wasn't my wife. <laughs> <laughs> On the, uh, lower, uh, the lower floor is the corpse room, a smaller room with a stove and a narrow bed. I can't wait to have a corpse room. Yeah. At least one person has died there. Upstairs is the room with the crying bed. Oh, boy. The story from the 19th yeah, century tells the that, that people who came to the farm heard crying and found a woman with her dead child in her arms. Aw. The other story tells that two children must have been locked in a small attic room and then died of starvation or possibly frozen to death. Oh. Then it is believed that they were buried in the basement, and that may be why the, the uh, mm. terrier Benny... <laughs> 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 Benny Rusk... Oh. Okay, what would QV be? QV. QV. No, that's just like v, I think. So no Q? No. I think so it's just, it's, no, I think it's got to be like, because to me, it looks like Rosenqvist. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, Rosenqvist. Okay. Yeah. Hey. Well, anyway, Benny Rosenqvist <laughs> says that he met something really <laughs> horrible down there. Terrier? <laughs> it says terrier. Yeah. <laughs> they have talking dogs. And I don't sleep? believe it's a dog. Jesus Christ. I believe it's like, well, what would a, what's a terrier? Like a, the, the I think it's occupation. a dog. No, I, I know that, but it is an occupation. I, I don't know. Whatever. Is it? Maybe. It was probably things? the worst, most penetrating evil I have encountered in my entire life, he says. Quote. Oh, shit. When he penetrates. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a lot, that's a lot of evil, to be honest. The most, the worst, most penetrating evil have I have Have you encountered. ever been penetrated by evil, dude? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows where the night goes? Yeah. <laughs> you, ever, you ever been to prison? <laughs> I'm in the same. So Matt's Olsen has his own theory about why children, uh, why the children were killed. Okay. Um, at that time, one could believe that mentally, home. Oh, this is their words, not ours. At that time, one could believe that mentally retarded children were possessed by the devil, and that it was not uncommon for them to be kept secret and, in the worst case, killed. Which, which may, we've covered that before, yeah. Right, we've yeah. talked about that. This also happened in the 19th century. Many visitors have said that they have seen or heard children in or near the house. A family says they put up a beach ball, a football, and a tennis ball in a row. Suddenly, the beach ball moves with high force into the uh, into the room and against a chair leg. All members witness the phenomenon. Many believe that the farm is haunted by the last owner of the farm and can attest to energies and strange, inexplicable uh, events. I have a question real quick. Sure. Of those three sport balls, you know, was it football? I actually have a volleyball. I have a disclaimer about this. So and a beach ball, ahead, right? Of those three, which one can you move just by blowing? Okay. Oh. Okay. I, I have a disclaimer about this. It, it translated at as family, but it was actually a crew of ghost hunters, and they put the balls up there, and they, they, they addressed that situation. Where it was, there was no wind coming through. There was no drafts. Like, there was nowhere for it to come, and there's, there's actually a video. You can watch it <clears throat> where they put the balls in the same spot, and they would jump around and move around to try to get the balls to move, and none of them would move. It just seems like it would be more, like, spectral and more, you know, poltered geist e if they were moving the heavier ball yeah, but, I no, 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 but, but remember though according to those that believe that shit um when the, you don't you know the, the 
<laughs> the 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 poltergeist or whatever they use energy to do this. So right. if it, it had enough energy, if it takes a lot of energy to move something, then obviously the lighter ball would be less energy. Correct. That or they just could have hated the fact that it's a beach ball. And they just nice wanted to beaches. go to the fucking right. beach, dude. Right. We live in Sweden. It's fucking cold. <laughs> Fuck this beach ball. Uh, actually, according to what I read, it's very temperate. It's nice. Yeah. it's nice. I hear Sweden's yeah. awesome, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. Like, I've really... Like probably you said nicer earlier, than we fucking have. Probably. Yeah. You said earlier that you've wanted to go there. I've always wanted to Sweden, like all the Scandinavian yeah. countries. I've tried to convince my wife to move there a couple years ago. I'm like, oh, legit. I tried, to, I tried to convince my wife to move to fucking Iceland. But, uh, Iceland's awesome. Iceland is beautiful. I could be wrong on this, but you cannot get a citizenship there unless you can provide a position to help Sweden out. Yeah, you have to have like a lot of those places. Like you have to have a job before you even like you got to be a doctor yeah. or a lawyer or something like that. Do or they have a military? That I don't know. Yeah, as far well, as obviously I know, they have a military. I mean, no, yeah. but I don't know about. I don't know. I don't know if that's true. Yeah. Maybe not. I don't know. You know, blame the internet. Anyway, good, good for them if it is. Yeah, it should be like that. Yeah. If you can't fucking help us out, why the fuck do we want you here? You know what I mean? Oh, what's America. that? You're worthless? Yeah, no. Let's <laughs> <laughs> move to America. We'll help everybody else out. <laughs> looks like, looks yeah. like we're not moving to Sweden. But immediately, they're going to be like, okay, uh, so you're American. No, just go. Just go. Just go. We, we know you're not going to help out. Yeah. What do you do? A, oh, a you're, podcast you're, a mu- you're a musician? <laughs> mm. Yeah. <laughs> you, wait, wait, wait. A musician? No. No, wait, they had a few we, of those though. We had one of those guys. He was a ghost priest. Yeah. We're good. <laughs> we have one. <laughs> so anyway, um, again, they all witnessed the phenomenon and stuff like that. So inside the house, there are furnishings and furniture that are up to several hundred years old, which is wow. awesome. And most of them have some myth attached to them. For example, the spit. <laughs> 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 It literally says, for example, the spinach is upstairs. <laughs> what? I don't know. What's it supposed to be? Well, how's it spelled? Well, maybe it, it says a kind of piano that is said to have the same manufacturer as Carl Michael Bellman's tilt, which is a kind of piano. So is, is there a piano called a spinach? Is it spelled spinach? Yes. S-P-I-N-A-C-H. Spinach. Oh, that's I'm looking right now. You keep going. I'll find out for you. All right, you let me. Hey, there is a spinach piano. Spinach piano F1. It came up. Oh, maybe not. <laughs> There's seeds. It's a spinach piano F1 seeds. Yeah, that's not seeds. It's a piano. I wonder if piano. it's spin. Isn't it like a spinet? Is that a piano? It's I probably if it trans- spinet. Maybe it's spinet. Maybe I don't it's, know, dude. Maybe it, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of spinach seeds around here. <laughs> <laughs> According to frightened guests, it sometimes plays by itself. So this piano is playing I by itself. It's, I think it's supposed to be. Sp- S-P-I-N-E-T, spinet. Spinet. Okay, spinet. spinet. okay. And maybe it's the house's nice. invisible guard sitting in the antique rocking chair and rocking Ooh. to the music that was once heard in the room. Could be. And who is it that always moves on the old slippers <clears throat> that are never left in the same place where they are left? Who could it be, Moody? Uh, the caretaker? Maybe. Did you ever see Beverly Hills Ninja? Yeah. Where he keeps taking his shoes off outside yeah. and the guy <laughs> <laughs> keeps throwing them away. Maybe it's that guy. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> So that actually sounds pretty awesome, though. Yeah. You know I mean, like, no, for that's sure. crazy, dude. There's a lot of cool old places. So this next one yeah. actually has a pronunciation next to it. Yeah. Hey, thank God, because this word has more vowels than I I've meant, ever seen. I actually meant to take that out, and I must have forgot. <laughs> <laughs> it is stusurjur, okay, which if I were to pronounce it, okay, so it, the pronunciation is stusurjur. If I were to pronounce it, it would have been Sorge Judurjet. <laughs> that sounds more Swedish. <laughs> Just letting you guys know what it would That's be. That's phenomenal. So Stuzurjur, literally the Great Lake Monster, is a lake monster reported to live in the 300-foot deep Lake Storjon in Jant... 
<laughs> All the dots, man. Fuck. <laughs> the umlauts. Never seen so many dots. So many dots. So many dots. <laughs> in Jamdlan, in the middle of Sweden, the lake monster. Uh, so they got a lake monster. That's super cool. Yeah, buddy. Was first reported in 1635 and is the most famous lake That's monster why it's awesome. in Sweden. Yeah, it's old. 1635. Wait, it says the most. See, okay. So this, I stopped when I read that. I'm like, the most famous lake monster. How many fucking lake monsters does Sweden have? Right. I didn't look into it, but. Yeah, probably a lot. They have a lot of lakes yeah. in Sweden. They do, yeah. Fjords so, and things. When the only city located Fjords. by Storjon Usterson celebrated its 200 year anniversary in 1986. Oh, wait, let me go back to the. Pronunciation. Sturzuzur. <laughs> it's probably still wrong. It's probably wrong. It's just it, whatever. Along with its offspring and nest became protected by law. Yeah. A law oh, yeah. which was revoked in 2005. So they took that shit away. Fuck that thing. Yeah. Wow. So like the Loch Ness Monster and Lake Champlain's champ, uh, Sturzuzur. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Has been described as having a humped so back and a long neck and tail. So Wait, it's kind of like Nessie. How many Swedish listeners do you guys have? Uh, Apparently enough. Have to look. We have a lot. To keep us on the charts there. Yeah, do we're not, on the charts there. Do not take them down as being listeners after this <laughs> Our numbers are going to plummet. Yeah. <laughs> or they're going to not. We are a comedy podcast. Yeah, we are. <laughs> let's let's hope it's doing all right. So it has grayish brown skin with a yellowy, uh, yellow underbelly, a dog-like head, and a body anywhere between 10 and 42 in, feet in length. That seems kind of... That's uh, kind 40, of 42 is oddly specific, too. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but, but it's like, you know, it, it has something between 10 inches and 65, you know, miles worth of... You know, I'm like, I'm like look. You know, let's pick something here. That way they're not wrong. Right. <laughs> right. I told you it's 25 feet. I said between 10 and 42. <laughs> I was right. According to people who claim to have seen the creature, they think he's that You don't long. think they've seen him? Okay. They, they claim. Similar to claims that Nessie is actually a ple, uh, plesiosaur. 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 plesiosaur yes. Okay. One popular theory contends that... Oh, they keep repeating the word. Storjojor... <laughs> Is a leftover from prehistoric times. Type it into Google Translate and see what it says. I don't want to do that. Because <laughs> it's probably like Bob. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So during the Ice Age, the story goes, the animal got trapped in the lake and survived to present day. Oh. The legend of this guy is significant <laughs> for its longevity. The earliest recorded mention dates back to 1635 when the vicar Morgans Peterson, another vicar, yeah, immortalized the creature in a folktale that describes two trolls brewing a concoction that creates a strange animal with a black serpentine body. In 1878, in an 1878 sighting, go ahead. Nothing. You have to now. It was really bad. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to put it out there. All right. In an 1878 sighting, a local mechanic reportedly saw something craning its neck past the water surface. He described it as having a, quote, snake-like head that was larger than what I figured the neck could support. Seems oddly specific. Like, well, he had probably like a, a big head and a thin neck, so he was like, oh, that's weird. I mean, he was a mechanic. I mean, he's, he knows a thing or two. <laughs> Head's just wobbling around like, Ugh. Like a fucking newborn baby. <laughs> support his neck! <laughs> okay. Oh, so the Fruzo <laughs> the Fruzo runestone depicts a Do I know? The, yeah. <laughs> okay, if it's an O with an umlaut over top, what's that Fru. noise? Fru. 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 Okay, so I was right. Fruzo. Yeah. No, you said fro you said like froyo. I did not. You said frozone. Frozone. Where is my super soup? <laughs> Drink, Drink up. up. Yeah. Drink up. There you go. The Fruzo runestone depicts a serpent-like creature. Oh my god. Fruzustanen. <laughs> 
the rune stone. It is the northernmost raised rune stone in Scandinavia and Jomtland's only rune stone. So much fun, dude. So it originally stood at the tip of the ferry terminal on the sound between... Just the the tip? Just the tip. Okay. Of the Uh, ferry terminal? Yes. What the fuck? Between the island of Fruzun and Ustasund. The stone dates to between 1030 and wow. 1050, so it's old as shit. 1050? 1050. <laughs> 29 or 250. <laughs> Mr. Allen's, man. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That That's counts. A, does that count? That's that a counts. local commercial. It doesn't does matter. Count? It still counts. All right. Yes. All right. Drink up, bitches. The Lake Monster. If you don't know Mr. Allen's, you're not from this area. Right. Look it up. You can find it on YouTube. Mr. Allen's, yeah. 29 or 250. <laughs> <laughs> so the Lake Monster had had such a grip on the public imagination that in 1894, a hunt fort was organized by a special committee put together by King Oscar II. So the king's literally like, we're going to go find this bitch. I'm the king, bitch. <laughs> yeah, king, I, I don't think it's a good... Who am I? Do, do you do fucking, you crap? Get your fucking boats. Yeah. Get your goddamn spears. Get the fuck out on that lake. <laughs> fuck your couch. <laughs> you, you get out there. You you will go. You you will go. Like, like if Billy, you get out there and you find that fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> However, the Norwegian whalers, specially hired for the job, came back. The Swedes hired the Norwegians. Yes. Probably because they were like, fuck this. <laughs> Send these idiots Dude, out there. Get the Norwegians. <laughs> They'll do anything. <laughs> but they came back empty handed. Obviously. Oh, shocker. Yeah. So we found this firsthand account of seeing the monster online yeah. and wanted to share found it. Found a story. Quote I found it. I saved it. It just so happens that I live by this very lake myself. Ooh. And it also just happens to be a fact that I'm a witness myself. Yep, I saw a large animal in the water back in 1977, twice within 40 minutes in the same location. This happened on August 10th, 1977, when I was 16. Wow. The first sighting was a quick one. From two blocks above the harbor, I witnessed the back of an animal rise in the water, about the size and shape of a Volkswagen. (laughs) (laughs) A what? Volkswagen. <laughs> Volkswagen. A Volkswagen. Volkswagen, yeah. When I got down there. Did it have a mustache? <laughs> oh, the Volkswagen had a mustache. Oh, the Volkswagen, yeah. Oh, look at you. You're so sweet with a mustache on your Volkswagen. That's how you know it's good. If so, you, you, know how, you know how they put the fucking uh, eyelashes on yeah. them? They just put a mustache on them. Just, just a mustache. Just, the in the grill. Just, just a mustache. Just a mustache. Just in the center. That's where it needs to be. That's where it's the best fit. So when I got wow. down there on my Ooh. bike, it was gone. But I saw three other witnesses who were clearly in shock Ooh. of what they had just seen down there. All right. 40 minutes later, as I went down to the harbor a second time, I saw it again, this time swimming past the harbor. I could follow it at close Convenient. range for some 300 meters. Ooh. It was three meters long above the surface in two parts. First, a small part, then some water. <laughs> And then a bigger part. Well, that's kind of usually how things work. What the fuck? That's usually how that works. So we, it was uh, a small part and a large part. We've gone from being oddly specific to just like, there was a, some lumps in the water. Incredibly vague. Clearly the back of the animal, he says. Oh, clearly. It yes. had dark skin like that of a whale. Oh. It swam straight forward. No perhaps, sign of any moving to the size or up and down. Like so thing. many other witnesses before and after this event, I All had right. the classic... Like a boat turned upside down sighting that day. Okay. Yeah. Perhaps it was a whale. Yeah. It so I guess the question we need to ask this guy, pass. was he drunk and, and or high? high. <laughs> well, he goes on to say, I was, was not 16. alone. Yeah. he was, well, I was not alone. Two girls my age was there. Uh, okay. <laughs> Gonna let that go. A boat came towards us. Uh, the animal dived then, and they started to circle around so clearly they had seen the animal as well. 
In fact, there could be any number of witnesses. I was far too busy looking at that at this thing at the time to pay much notice he on the area around me. He was busy looking at those girls. Yeah, <laughs> they were his age. But That's we are talking good. about a place with lots of buildings with balconies facing the waterfront. So sightings continue to be told about this guy even to this day. What could it be? What could the Stachrashjern... Fuck, hold on. <laughs> what? Hold on, let me go back to it. I thought I had it. <laughs> you weren't even close. I failed nope. that measure. It's... Ah, shit. <laughs> hold on. Can I, I, can I see this? I just... Yeah, come over it? here. Come over here real quick. So so it's the Stachrashjern. Okay, so first of all, look at that. That's the word. It's Swedish, right not there. German. I don't know if that'll help you. Yeah, close enough. Okay, that's what you... What'd you say, Riley? Stor. Okay, that's the pronunciation. I'm sorry. What was that? I was close. Yeah, you're pretty close. I think you're both fucking way off, but that's me. I don't know. I think that's one of the ones that I listened to, and I was I was reading along with. How high were you? I was not high. I probably would have figured it out if I was high. But I was like reading along. I was like, oh, you can play. I'll, I'll hear what it is. And it actually started reading the article in Swedish because the article was in Swedish too. I'm like, so I'm like, I want to I want to read a little bit of this along with them to see how to pronounce this shit. I got like two lines in. I'm like, there's not one recognizable word coming out of her mouth. Like, what is going on? And then they got to that word because it would like highlight along with it. So you knew where it was. I'm like, I still couldn't figure it out. And then I got to the name of this thing. And I'm like, yeah, it's not right. <laughs> now, listen, uh, anyone out there, especially you beautiful, beautiful it's hard, Swedish dude. people, it's please, hard, please, man. please take our ignorance as just kind of charming. You know what I mean? Like, eh, like these guys are fucking idiots. It's we fine. Don't, we don't know. We're Americans. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we're like puppy dogs. Yeah, I never like, took. I never took. I took some German. That's all I got, though. Yeah, I, I can barely speak English. My wife. So I told you, my just... wife's trying to learn Norwegian, though. So oh, good for her. Yeah, maybe I don't know if there's any kind of cross. There probably is a little yeah. bit, but yeah. we'll get her in here next time. So let's move on to some cryptids. Yes. Because we like our cryptids. Well, I mean, that was a cryptid, technically. Yeah, well, so. yeah, exactly. yeah but more cryptids. More cryptids. More cryptic cryptids. Speaking of cryptids, because yeah. I just said that. You did. We have one that sounds metal as fuck. Yeah, this is good. Oh. <laughs> Could I hurt anybody's ears? <laughs> <laughs> I guess not not that metal but it still sounds pretty fucking metal <laughs> the halengamen or translated to the halen vulture yeah. Um, oh yeah. See what I'm saying? Vulture, man. The Halen Vulture. The Van Halen Vulture. The Van Halen Vulture. There you go. I'm sorry. All right, that was horrible. Anyway, no, it's not named after the late great Eddie Van Halen, obviously, but still awesome nonetheless. Yes, sir. Halen Vulture is a cryptid animal of southern Sweden. The Halen Vulture is reported to be a living. Hmm. <laughs> what? Pterosaur? Yeah. 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 It's like got a, a P in the fucking beginning of it. Like a pterodactyl. Yeah, the P sign. Why can't like you nice. hear a pterodactyl go into the bathroom? Because P is silent. Ah! That was Press good. the fucking button. No. Press the, press I'll, press, I'll press the fucking button. All right. <laughs> yeah. There's the button. <laughs> so this animal is very similar in looks and behaviors to the African cryptid uh, pterosaur called Congamato. Yeah. I mean, okay. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I don't know what I that I just means. hear King Kong in I, uh, there for some I did, reason. I did take a brief side quest into that. And, side uh, quest? Yeah, that's what I'm calling it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, are, they are incredibly similar, actually, which is crazy. There's okay. a theory later. I don't know if I put it in here, but we'll talk about it a little bit. Okay. I'll bring well, it up. The Hamlin vulture is said to look like a vulture with leathery skin, just like fish scales. Just like Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> and, 
Oh. <laughs> Instead of feathers. <laughs> you guys miss Riley yet? Yeah. Do you? Yeah, for so, everyone, for everyone saying they want me back, you won't. <laughs> so he has, uh, he has fish scales that are leathery instead of uh, feathers. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. instead of perching onto a tree, this animal is reported to dive under the water to catch fish, and it is said to stay under the water for some time. It is said that it can fly so fast and with so much power that it could easily devour boats. Hmm. Holy shit! Boom! Big bird! <laughs> Boom! Boom! <laughs> That's a big bird. That's the, a big bird. <laughs> the animal is also said to be very excellent at flight. The hail and vulture is reported I around. I hope so. Yeah. It's a flying. It's not a fucking penguin. But, but hold on. It doesn't have uh, feathers, though. That's true. That you know is I mean? true. So, you know. Pterodactyls. Well, pterodactyls. It's got leathery fish scales. Right. Uh, I mean, there's. Fucking like Tyrannosaurus Rex had feathers. Are there any? Most dinosaurs had feathers. Actually, yeah. there's a new yeah. study out that's, that, that says that a lot of dinosaurs did actually have feathers. Yeah, that's, no, what, that's what we're saying. That's yeah. what I just fucking said. Oh, that's what you just fucking that's what said. I said. That's what I fucking hey, said. Hey, that's what you just fucking hey. said. Hey. hey, all right. 55 minutes in. Welcome to the program. <laughs> hey, I'll see y'all. <laughs> Welcome, Logan. Logan Sayer, everybody. All right. <laughs> So anyway, so we could devour boats. The animals also said to be very excellent at flight. So he can devour boats. Right. I, I don't, so I don't think I think devour is is not a correct translation devour, from that because devour, I don't think they're that big. <laughs> Sorry. Shine down. Yeah, buddy. I don't think they're that big. I think de- by devour, I think it means like destroy. Like if it were to fuck with a boat, like it would just fuck the boat up. Like okay. Destroy that the makes, boat. Like, you know, makes sense. That's what I got out of it, anyways. Yeah. It was gonna eat an entire boat. <laughs> this was like maybe a canoe or something. I don't know. <laughs> How big are Swedish boats? Well, I mean, if they're like Viking ships, I mean, probably pretty damn big. I mean, how every it, it probably runs the gamut, man. You got kayaks to fucking cruise ships, bro. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the Halen Vulture is reported around Lake Halen near uh, Olafström in okay. Blekinge, Skane. <laughs> Okay, you got the first part pretty close. Can I can I help you out at all on that? It's uh, B L E K I N G E, Lecking. That's what I said. Yeah, yeah. And Skein, but it's not Skein. It's the A with one single like. It's a. Oh, circle. I don't. I don't know. A scan. I think. Okay, it's, is it no, scan? So here's here's the thing with that one. And I'm I learning here, it. folks. Seriously, I want to learn how to so like I pronounce these that, correctly. I, I read a couple of accounts of this thing, and uh, <clears throat> it was alternately it was alternately spelled S K A N I A, like Scania, Scania. Okay, but like it was a, like, like the same. Like a tilde oh. in Spanish. I don't know. Like the Enye, like when they say like Nino. Nino. Did you say SK, Matilda? Well, it had the NIA, so like Nia. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like yeah. Scania or Skin Scania. I, 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 I honestly I know how to do that. So I learned German in college. But it's spelled there S K A. Do me a favor, turn me up real fast on, on this. What are what are you on? Uh it's the this guy? The the phone looking thing. Have you muted, yeah. Go ahead. Okay, hold on one second. Is this pronunciation? Yeah, we're gonna learn the pronunciation. Right, let's, let's do it. Yeah, let's see what it does here. We're probably so the far. following pronunciation is brought to you by pronounce <laughs> well hey they're not sponsoring our podcast scone scone okay scone somebody was right is it scone 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 no scone okay okay now that i know that scone Okay. All right, we got one. All we right. got one. Williams Which is literally one. the easiest one out of all these. <laughs> oh, right, dude. And uh, so, I'm telling you, I I listen to some of these, and I just it doesn't trans. I don't get it. So the area around Lake Halen is a uh, natural reserve, which still holds areas of unexplored nature. That's awesome. Yes. Especially being as old as that place yes. is. Yes. The uh, the nesting place of this mysterious animal is said to be on the island, <laughs> Stora Noron, 
which is the uh, Great North Island. This has supposedly been the animal's nesting place for centuries. Ooh. The Halen vulture has been um, talked about for centuries, and in the 1970s, it was adopted as a mascot for a local school and thereby named Halengamen, the Halen vulture. In later years, the animal got its own unofficial Latin name. <laughs> Why throw Latin in here? Why not? Uh, Sarcohampus Papa Hellenesis. <laughs> <laughs> I feel pretty confident in that, that one. That was really good. I like that. Yeah, yeah. That's great. That's Hampus Papa Hellenus. This could be my favorite episode. Okay. Right <laughs> and even a scientific description. So they actually, like, in, they're yeah. making this thing sound yeah, like it's an actual it living creature. Like it's yeah. a, a fucking thing, man. Some say this creature has already gone extinct, but others claim that the creature still exists and sightings are still reported. I mean, it's pretty fucking cool. Not going to lie. So the, uh, it brought up the, uh, um, the link between that and the African one. Mm -hmm. yeah. So there was, a, I was reading, they like have this shit, dude, they have, they have it down to like where they, they think that they migrated. They think that they like basically like, uh, like butterflies. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, like from Sweden to Africa or vice versa. They think that that might be like a migratory path. Like in the winter, they go from Sweden and down to fucking this area in Africa, which is why. And if you look at like descriptions of the two from like, other areas and like whatever they're almost exactly the fucking same well is that like canadian geese they go from canada down that's to what like i'm Florida? saying so listen they, like they literally have this like whole geese. thing man fuck geese fuck geese those fuckers were fucking I, with no, us I yesterday yeah, fuck geese. Geese the point is though is that moody's got a, a good a they, good they thing literally here. they literally think that it, they they have this whole like migratory path thing so it could be the same thing like it could be the same thing I mean, geese do it, so why couldn't which, another like prehistoric which kind is of weird. animal do yeah. it? Which is, used to do I was it gonna say, time, which yeah. is weird if you think about it, because that lends old that white people lends, do it. That kind of lends some credence. They do. They go to Florida. They go from Ohio and to that, Florida. That lends some credence to the story that there might be something there, which is kind of cool to me. Yeah, that actually is really cool. And putting it in that context, yeah. is actually is super cool. Yeah, and so uh, that was neat. For those of you who are listening and they're not from the United States, uh, yes, there is this place called Florida. And it is they, the. I'm sure they know what Florida I, is. Well, sure. well, hold on. They, they, it's also known as Heaven's Waiting Room. <laughs> Correct. It is literally where old people just flock to. They and go to die. The elderly go down there. So back in the day, they would take elderly people and they put them on a boat and say, bye, motherfucker. And they'd be gone. Now we just send them all to Florida. Yep. That seems to be what it yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just a warm climate. So during the wintertime, they go down south. Yeah. So just like in like this, yeah. this animal did probably went to Africa during the wintertime and in Sweden and then came back. Do you think the animal, the the, the, the bird we're talking about here, bird-like creature, did, did it sit around smoking cigarettes playing Parcheesi? Most likely, yeah. Masa, masa. <laughs> How about some more creepy places? Um, all right. Let's all right. do that. Let's do that. These will be some quick hits since there are tons of reportedly haunted places, which makes sense given the age and history of these places. And I, I again, please, please, I'm so sorry for trying to get these words and shit. It's just not uh, easy. You mean for... butchering the words. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. So, Bokkskog Castle in Christianstad Municipality, Scania, uh, southern Sweden. Stad, right? I remember right. seeing that one. I'm like, right. I think I know that one too. Right, I got it. In southern Sweden was originally a monastery built in the 13th century. It was transformed into a castle in the 16th century. Yeah, that's. Think about that. That's 1200. Yeah. Like we 
We've been here since what, 17 mids? No, 1492, man. Columbus sailed the ocean blue, bitch. Hey, but he landed yeah. in Cuba. He didn't land in North America. Yeah. Well, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying they have so much history there. And when I, I go through. Uh, yeah, like, don't get me started on the age and the history of, of North America. Yeah. I got, yeah. I got, I could go for days yeah, on how man. we're fucking wrong as shit. But yeah, what, Vikings all the way. Well, what, what, not yeah, even but, that before that, dude. Oh, like, yeah, before know, that. Oh, yeah, that's how like the Native Americans actually like got here and shit. Yeah. yeah no, well, because what was that uh, the path that went the from land bridge between yeah, the land bridge and yeah. Russia? Oh, Russia. Yeah. 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 Dude, don't get me started. I kind of hey. want to. I kind of want to get you started. Let me put it to you. Let me put it to you this way. I just finished listening to a 17-hour audio book on the subject. Holy fuck! About what subject? I know you had that kind of attention span. About, uh, well, it's at work. How so. high were you? Uh, that makes sense. How was it work? So oh, fairly. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. He's like I'm, high as fuck. I'm kidding. No, it was. Uh, if anyone in movies work heard this, he's no, joking. man. It's 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 just a book about uh about how the history that we know of the Americas is com- so fucking completely wrong. Like, wrong. and how. Like just recently, they found a site in in San Diego that they believe to be like 130,000 years old and shit like that. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, dude, yeah. Well, because North America at one point was connected to like well, Asia everything and all was that. technically well, yeah, connected. Pangea and stuff like it was all one supercontinent. But, but yeah, like, like that it's, portion it's of crazy, that. man. Like the uh, it's it's really cool. It's a fucking crazy book. If you got if you if really? you're into reading big giant books, yeah. it's pretty cool. What's the name of the book? Uh, um, America before maybe. Okay. Graham Graham Hancock. Is it is it America before maybe? That the whole title of it? It should be, <laughs> dude. They, the whole the whole first chapter is about the serpent mound. Oh, really? In, In Ohio, Ohio, right? Yeah. yeah. No shit. Yeah. I it's, might have to check that out. It's like an hour from here, right? It's not too far. Uh, it's, 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 it's right outside Columbus. Is it Chillicothe? It's Chillicothe. Yeah. yeah, I think Chillicothe. Right, right in Chillicothe area. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Anyway, is it America, America before? America before the Graham key Hancock. to Earth's lost civilization. Yeah, there you go, man. See, yeah. by there Graham you Hancock. You were right. seventeen hours of listening. Yes, it is. <laughs> Holy shit, that's a yes. long ass fuck. It's a long book. Ago, I had the book. 17 hours? Yeah. 17 hours yeah. of reading. That's a long well, book. He, you book. know what the cool thing is? He reads it, though. It's him. So He reads his own book for you. Oh. I would love to narrate my own book. Does he have a good cool voice? He's British. You don't want me to narrate a book. Obviously. Unless I wrote the words. <laughs> well, <laughs> and even then. Even the, then, you probably still pronounce them wrong. <laughs> and the. Hingisungi. <laughs> Sam, I am. So the <laughs> castle is located that we were talking about here. It's located uh, on the uh, isthmus between Ivu Lake, which is Scan- uh, Scania's largest lake, and Op- <clears throat> Opmana Lake. The monastery was closed down by the Danish crown in 1537 during the Reformation. In 1584 to 1653, the nobleman Henrik Rammel and his son Henrik Rammel Jr. gave the castle its present appearance. Oh. At Bokaskog. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, yeah, Bokaskog, dude. Shut your face. Okay. In Scania, uh, you can stay overnight and join a guided ghost hunt, which sounds Ooh. fucking... Dude, like, in, okay, a fucking, in a 12th century building That's in what Sweden? I'm saying. A Swedish ghost hunt? Yeah. like, like That sounds like a sex position. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, tonight you getting the sweetest ghost hunt. <laughs> what does that mean? Shh. Means I'm not there. Yeah. <laughs> it means grab the pliers and some plastic wrap. <laughs> and a beach ball. Apparently. Yes. <laughs> and a beach ball. And a beach ball. <laughs> beach ball. Oh, Holy shit. So anyway, you can actually go there, which sounds amazing. Several ghosts are said to live within the castle grounds. One of them is the horse. 
Yes. Yep. Of Carl the 15th. What are the numbers? Uh, the XV. 15th. Yeah. Good job. Who was shot after the king just start, died? Just start saying the letters. Yeah. <laughs> XV. It's, uh, Carl XV. There we go. So his horse here, Carl XV, or the horse of Carl XV, who was shot <laughs> that after. That's the horse's name. <laughs> What's your horse's name? Carl the 15th. How many so, fucking horses have you had? <laughs> Do they all get shot? Like, what's going on? Uh, well, he, was, <laughs> he was shot after the king died in 1872. During the nighttime. Wait, the horse was shot? Uh, I think Carl was <laughs> yeah is that the horse well hold on it says one of them is the horse of carl the 15th who was shot after the king died in 1872 so yes the, the, horse, the horse was shot someone capped the horse yep <laughs> his owner died and what should we do well, i don't know fucking kill him <laughs> wait hold I'm on a second i'm not taking care of him <laughs> hold on a second where's 16 at <laughs> do we got another one all right Let's get rid of them. So the horse can be heard galloping, which has been observed by guests and staff. All I imagine is like Monty Python, where it's like, those are coconuts. Drink up, bitches. Coconut. (laughs) No, they're not. Those are coconuts. I fought in your general direction. (laughs) So good. Anyway, so um, uh, Bakaskog is also said to be haunted by an old guest named Elvira. Ooh. Elvira. Any of you guys don't know that. Elvira. I know know the song. She is supposedly sneaking around during the night and can be recognized by her her black veil. That's Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) Okay, from over here, I didn't see your face at all. That's not a total. Oh, I've loved Elvira. I've had a crush on her since I was a kid, dude. dude. Oh, I love her so much. I have a buddy with a tattoo of her whole portrait on his arm. Really? Yeah. Oh, I love her so much. Oh, she's so. We actually are. uh, We follow her. uh, The the podcast follows her on. Instagram and on Twitter and nice. her, her shit's hilarious. Dude. Yeah, she's, she's so great. funny. Yeah, she's so awesome. Anyway, she, the, the, this Elvira yeah. is uh, sneaking around during the night and uh, she's recognized by her black veil, which she was forced to use for the rest of her life after her accident with broken glass. Room 19 is said to be the most haunted at Boxcog, with many reports of doors and windows opening without a logical explanation. That's where we're staying. Yeah. I'd li- I, dude, I'm telling room you. Room 19, bitch. Hey, all I want to know is who's sneaking around with Elvira at room 19, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> so l- let me ask a question, and this is probably, please, please and, and you probably know because you did the research on this. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. In, in, <laughs> in mileage, mileage, like how big is Sweden in comparison to like what state of ours Ooh, is it in uh, comparison honestly, to? I don't, I don't know that. Really? I, I didn't really. I, I kind of yeah. want to know that. Well, I kind of feel like because Germany is just a little bit bigger than Ohio, so it might be like so, Florida size, yeah, like the size it's of similar Sweden, in the shape. Sweden is one hundred and seventy-three thousand eight hundred and sixty miles squared. Okay. Oh fuck! Okay, okay perfect. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Now explain that. <laughs> Hold up, I will. All right. All you'd have to do is Google. Sweden is approximately four hundred fifty thousand. Square kilometers. Oh my god, you right. are fucking droll, dude. One, it's like, it's like, dude, it's like one one tenth of the United States. Right. So it's it's like what Texas? It's like it's probably from Maine down to like Pennsylvania. Okay. Okay. I'm just wondering because like all these places would be Pretty really cool to big, like try to visit all. Sweden of Sweden is around the same size as California. Okay. Okay. That makes there more sense. Go. Perfect. There we go. There, there you go. go. That's what I was looking it's for. It's there, there, dude. I found it in three seconds. Slightly <laughs> larger than California. I there found you go. it too. All right. Listen. Holy I, I, shit. I gotta. I gotta Listen, we got to get pet timing out of this. How big, you know? how big is Sweden, uh, John? Oh, well, it's uh, approximately 432,000 square kilometers, which will put it at... Uh, <laughs> Are you okay today? 
Do you want to do you want to go like make out or something? Make you feel better? No, I'm good. All right, maybe later. Uh, so okay, here more fun words for me to say coming up here. Yeah. Yes, this one is what was H J again? Not a hand job, but like what's the <laughs> when you when you pronounce it H J? Yeah, we call it like yo. Yo, Call yo, that the old yo. handy. Okay, yes. so this is Josberga Vicarage in Homaparken. Mm, <laughs> Can I see it? Can I see it? I feel pretty good about that. Hold come my, on in. Homaparka. Right. Yeah, come on in. Homaparka. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Josberga Vicarage in Homaparken. Oh, it'd be, it'd be Vemu. Wait. Vemu. Vemu. The long A and the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Go sit down. Go sit down. W-A-M-O. Fucking college grad. Get out of here. W-A-M-O. Yeah, Vemu. So Vemu Parkin. What is it? W-A? W-A-M-O. A with an umlaut. M-O with an umlaut. Parkin. Whammo Parkin. In Whammo Parkin. Hey, money, no whammies. Sounds like a really shitty amusement park. I literally should have done this. Let's go down to Whammo Parkin. I should have done this. All in Isaiah the entire time. <laughs> oh my God. Down in Whamma Parking. <laughs> so anyway, this vicarage is infamous. The old it vicarage, is? yes, it was originally built in 1757, but was moved and rebuilt in Whamma Parkin in 1941 and 1942. I feel Can't like I it. got that too. Right. Like got you got it, bro. Yeah. Throughout history, you several you, of the church's men have testified to horrific experiences that are said to have originated in the spirit world. Horrific. In Horsberga Vicarage, furniture has been moved and impressions have been left in an old cradle. Mysterious footsteps, children's voices, and dogs barking. I'm out already. Yeah, that sounds creepy. Children's voices, I'm done. Yeah, you're not. One thing that's that's the one thing that I don't. Nope. What kind of impression do they leave in? Like of a baby. Like oh yeah. There's other there's other shit like that too. Dogs barking have been heard as well, and uh, Horsberga Vicarage is said to be so haunted that even the horses from the nearby riding school refuse to pass outside. Wow. Mm. (laughs) So even your horse is like, "Mm -mm, mm, nah. I sense. We go in there, uh, nay, motherfucker. (laughs) All right, nay. That was. (laughs) There it is. There we go. So a priest who lived in Horsberga Vicarage has told of steps on the stairs without any human being uh, appearing, door handles being pushed down, books suddenly falling off the shelves, the doorbell ringing incessantly, even though it was empty outside, and uh, the door and the dog both going insane. Raised rag and... Whoa, here we go. Sweden translation. Raised rag and chopped wildly in the empty air. I'm assuming they're saying that a rag was raised in the air. Yeah. Yeah. After trying to drive out the spirits without success, the priest could not stand it and moved from Horseburger Vicarage, which sounds pretty fucking smart to me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Can't beat it. Fucking run away. I think, yeah. I, I thought it was this one, but I think it's the other one. We talked about one of the other ones where uh, <clears throat> it, one of them was built on a, uh, like a witch fucking burial ground or some shit. Oh, fun. Crazy. Yeah. I think that was one of the other ones we talked about, though. In the 1980s, Commissioner <sighs> Binked. Banked Randelson claimed that he heard eerie cries of children. Banked. I, I love the pause, like it's going to be this major thing. And you're like, Commissioner, who? Uh, Banked. Smith. Well, it's, <laughs> it's B-E-N-G-T. Banked. Yeah, banked. That's why I said banked. It was yeah. just funny. I was expecting this really long yeah. word. I guess. But in reality, I got, it's on. probably like fucking Phil. You know I what got, I mean? Like, I got fucking banked. Yeah. Probably just Ben. So he's uh, <laughs> yeah, the GT is silent. He's heard uh, cries uh, from children, saw oh. a female ghost coming, uh, walking up a flight of stairs, and talked about how books fell from bookshelves into empty uh, um, in rooms, like empty yeah. rooms or whatever. Yeah, so, okay. so he's and this is the '80s. He's talking yeah. about this. 
So next up, I we can have... only imagine how awesome his hair was at that point. Burning books, I'll go for it. In the eighties, he probably had like flock of seagulls, dude. He was looking good. <laughs> and I ran. Yeah, he was looking good, dude. So next up, we're talking about uh, Furunoset Hotel. The building was constructed in eighteen ninety three and designed by architect Axel Kumlin. <laughs> Who Axel. Axel. Love it's amazing, that name, dude. Axel Foley. Axel. 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 The dead terrorist? And then he just dies like Foley is here. Foley. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. No, I cannot. Just seen that a little too much. Drink up, love, dude. That's such a good movie. Yes, it is. Drink up. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. No, how I cannot. How much? How much is that one? Ten thousand. This is ten thousand dollars. Get the fuck out of here. No, you get the fuck out of here. Dude, he's the best character in that fucking Absolutely. movie. Absolutely. So Axel Kumlin, who in the year of 1886 traveled to Lulea, uh, Lulea, Patea, and Skeleftea, which I'm probably pronouncing it all. Well, actually, no, it's got that little A with the thing on it. Ah, uh, the old so, Lulea Patea and Skeletea. <laughs> isn't that what fucking Columbus came over on? <laughs> yeah, the Lulea, the Wasn't well, that the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria? Santa Maria, yeah. <laughs> no, you're way off. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's terrible. Yeah, what? <laughs> that's, that's so he went to these places to find a suitable place to build on. When the medical board decided to build a hospital in the northern part of Sweden, there were many conditions that needed to be sustained. Mm. The prospective ho- hospital would have a central location for both Nordboten and Vosterboten, well-functioning transportation links as well as by land and sea. Oh. Yeah. So, you know, you had to do that. So there had to be... Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> there had to be good and cheap <laughs> and a cheap supply for food. Plenty of water and sufficient water was also a requirement. The building ground um, had to be, um, I love how it says this. The building ground had to be good and sheltered from northern and southern winds. I mean, I mean, whatever. Northern and southern winds? After careful considerations, they found such a place on the island of Pitholman, two kilometers from Patea. That's what I was looking for. City. Uh, During the inauguration of Ferrancet Hospital, it was considered to be the most magnificent building in the northern part of Sweden. So this thing's a pretty big deal. I've seen the pictures are nice. Is it? Yeah. A lot of these, almost all of these are fucking really cool. There's a couple, though, that I was expecting like this. And the one looks like like a fucking old schoolhouse. I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) but most of of these big old like hotel, because a lot of them are hotels now. Yeah. They're fucking crazy, dude. They're they're huge. They look so cool. That's awesome. All the fantastic conditions were fulfilled. The central and windproof location, good transportation connections, and finally, good food and water for everyone. In 1987, the property housed a hotel and conference and a business park. Why a business park? That's kind of cool. With about uh, 70 companies and 550 employees. Not bad. So the history about the place on uh, Ferun uh, <laughs> Ferranos sits as a hospital. It was the 20th of October. I got this from their website, by okay. the way. This is their history from their website. All right. So in, uh, let's see, October 20th in 1893, as the steamer Rurik um, <laughs> was added <laughs> at a newly built harbor in Patea uh, River. Jesus. There was not an unusual sight for the people who lived in Patea to see the steamers park at the dock filled with cargo this time of year. Makes sense, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. You got big-ass steamer Ships, right? Yeah, buddy. Was was it a Cleveland steamer? Oh, Oh, so gross. The unusual thing about this time was that the steamer was filled with 74 men who were received by uniformed staff to take them to Furanoset Hospital, 
A week later, it arrived the same amount of women to the same harbor with the same conditions. The people who came to Farinasset Hospital were called insane, and they came from overcrowded hospitals around Sweden. With this new hospital and these patients, the modern mental health care had established in the northernmost part of Sweden. Okay, so they're they're built. It was, it's a, a, loony, health, it was a crazy. It was hospital. a loony bin. Yeah. And we talk a lot about those. Yeah, I feel like that's over. where we kind of go with all the, the haunted places. Oh, we're gonna go there one of these days. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so many of the patients spent most of their adult life in the hospital area, and their memories and experiences of the place are, of course, different. Renosit's hospital or history contains both bright and dark stories, stories that are equally true and equally important to narrate and remember. Nowadays, it's a hotel and conference center where you can stay overnight. Sounds yes. fucking awesome. However, the place is still referred to as a uh, is haunted by many and attracts ghost hunters from all around the world. Guests and staff have reported the sound of rolling beds in the corridors and footsteps that are getting closer. Due to its history as a mental hospital and numerous ghost reports, this has to be one of the most haunted places in Sweden. Wow. Yeah. Dude, we need to go over there and just like hotel hop. Oh, yeah. Stay in all these fucking places. Well, that's why I was asking how big Sweden was. Oh, because, okay. Because, I mean, you can travel for in a, in a, in about a week, you can go and stop off places. You can go from like uh, south country. to north in uh, California. Yeah. You know oh, I mean? Easily. Yeah. 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 So, why not? Yeah. We're going to Sweden. Fuck it. Let's do it, man. Fuck yeah. Now for something a little bit different. Everyone else is like, no, please, 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 <laughs> please don't, don't come to Sweden. Please, please don't come, come to Sweden. Um, this was for Moody here because it's a UFO tale. Yeah. yeah. You knew I had to shoehorn one in there somewhere. In Kronoskrogen. There's actually two. Oh. Ooh. A suburb of the Swedish town of Ungelholm. A memorial was erected in 1972 to remember an alleged UFO landing seen by Swedish ice hockey player Gusta Carlson. Look, it's got UFOs and ice and hockey. hockey. I'm I mean, fucking in. Yeah, dude. you're you're 100 on May 18th, 1946. Where am I? I'm wearing my hockey jersey. Right yeah, there. yeah, that's a t-shirt, but yeah, that's fine. Oh, whatever. I have a jersey too. <laughs> the memorial, which is built of concrete, consists of a model of the UFO and a concrete base. Wow. Gusta Carlson claimed that during his encounter with the aliens, he received recipes for natural medical remedies, which made him healthy. And a fucking killer pot pie. <laughs> <laughs> According to Carlson, it was based on this knowledge <laughs> that he founded pharmaceutical companies Sar uh, Sarnell and Allergon. He later established the first professional ice hockey club in Sweden. That's cool. Yeah, buddy. Rogel BK. Oh, I fucking love those yeah. guys. Not everyone, even those who believe in aliens, agrees with Carlson's claims. Klaus Fahn. Where the fuck else did he get his recipes from? Aliens. Exactly. Right. There's no other explanation. <laughs> Klaus Svan of UFO Sweden, a group dedicated to investigating UFO sightings in Sweden, investigated the claims and found no convincing evidence. Oh. Fuck that guy. Wow, that's unfortunate. Uh, hello, the recipes. <laughs> Duh. Duh. What more evidence do you need, bro? He got recipes from aliens and started a business. That's awesome. A pharmaceutical company. So here's what I'm saying. This is, and this is, I'm just going to throw this out there. If you're trying to start a pharmaceutical company, which is big fucking money, right? Would you be willing? It's crazy money. Would you be willing to throw out there and be like, I've started this pharmaceutical company. I've got all this stuff that can help you. Oh, by the way, it was given to me by aliens. If you didn't really fucking get it from aliens, why would you risk everything by saying that? Right. <laughs> Seems counterproductive to me. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, why would you do that? Like John, would it be would it behoove you to go out and be like, 
I'm brewing this new beer. <clears throat> the recipe was given to me by aliens. Oh, it might actually. I don't know. <laughs> People that drink a lot might be into that. Maybe like really. All right. Well, pharmaceuticals is different though, because yeah. that shit. But is you it? Know, it is. Is it? It is. Is it? Like, think about it, dude. This dude's like. He's getting his, like, whatever into a, a new trial with some other stuff. You think people are going to be like, look, I don't want that guy's shit. He said he got a recipe from aliens. I don't, I don't really fucking trust it. Or you'd be the other guy who's like, I really want that fucking That would shit. be me. That would be me. <laughs> so speaking of UFOs. Yeah. The Spokrocketer. Ah, uh, the Spokrocketer. Also called Scandinavian ghost rockets. Yeah, that one's easier to say. Yeah, were rockets or <laughs> missile-shaped unidentified flying objects sighted in 1946, mostly in Sweden and nearby countries like Finland. Do Many, you remember where Finland was on the map? It's next to Sweden. You're right. It is. Yeah, it's next to Sweden. So the uh, many countries would also see these ghost rockets. In fact, over 2,000 sightings were actually reported. Now, yeah. we have to say that many of these sightings have been attributed to meteors. Yeah. Many reports came uh, during periods of meteor shower activities. However, most ghost rocket sightings did not occur during meteor shower activity and furthermore display characteristics inconsistent with meteors, such as reported maneuverability. I guess... Uh, so they can move. So Supposedly, yeah. And I guess that uh, um, a lot of them they found over the years were reported during the uh, Perseid meteor shower, like the annual meteor shower that we see. Mm -hmm. So they... they uh, they were able to discount those ones. They basically figured any of the reports that came in at that time were probably just meteors. Okay. <clears throat> but I guess overall, a majority of them weren't uh, weren't at that time or during any kind of uh, meteoric uh, disturbances, events. I guess. Events. Should, events. There Perfect. You there you go. You know, I can actually attest to that. So <clears throat> I was a corrections officer, and when I was doing my nightly perimeter rounds, was in one of my trucks that way i had to go around the whole perimeter of the, the prison mm -hmm. or whatever when i was out there obviously it's the middle of the night um i was looking up in the sky just because i was bored out of my fucking mind because i'm sitting in a truck for eight ten hours and all of a sudden i see this green flash of light just go right across like the oh, yeah. sky yeah, but yeah. it did like this little like loop-de-loop -loop looking thing and i've come to find out that what that means is that a piece of, of rockets maybe oh, it's okay. more of a ghost rocket but oh. hey <laughs> hey oh, oh boom oh but basically what happens is a piece of the the, the meteor it flies, off, it flies and off and it does this little arcing thing so you just see that oh. part of it. so it looks like it's an alien ship doing some whoop de woos look i'm gonna say you saw a ufo i definitely <laughs> saw a ufo i don't care what you think you saw were you it was a drunk UFO. and or high yes and yes i was uh. by myself i was both fucking <laughs> <laughs> it. so although the official opinion of the swedish and u.s military remains unclear a top secret usafe the united United States Air Force yeah, Europe. The United States Air Force. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Love it, dude. It's the United States Air Force Europe. Is that Europe, the sweetest pronunciation? Which, <laughs> United <laughs> States. <laughs> I didn't know there was a United States Air Force Europe. Yeah, they got they got bases all over the yeah, place. Yeah, but having a base. Fucking Rendlesham Forest shit. Remember, I don't know. Oh, if you're, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Dude, there was, that's United coming States. up, by the way. Oh, is it? Yeah, we're getting that's We're going to be doing that episode. Ooh. You do like me. Yeah. We're going to get in. You really like me. <laughs> so according to a document from the USAFE from November 4th, 1948, it indicated that at least some investigators believe the ghost rockets and later flying saucers had extraterrestrial origins. Declassified only in 1997, the document states, quote, For some time we have been concerned by the recurring reports on flying saucers. They periodically continue to pop up. During the last week, one was observed hovering over Nuberberg Air, Air Base. Fuck Nuberberg. 
for about 30 minutes. They have been reported by so many sources and from such a variety of places that we are convinced that they cannot be disregarded and must be explained on some basis, which is perhaps slightly beyond the scope of our present intelligence thinking. Oh, shit. I mean, that's pretty awesome. Quote, when officers of this directorate recently visited the Swedish Air Intelligence Service, this question was put to the Swedes. Their answer was that some reliable and fully technical qualified people have reached the conclusion that these phenomena are obviously the result of a high technical skill, which cannot be credited to any presently known culture on oh, Earth. Oh, shit, son. They are therefore assuming that these objects originate from some previously <clears throat> unknown or unidentified technology, possibly outside the earth end Ooh. quote and look when the united Storch says it's true <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta be true <laughs> fuck you but that's super cool though fuck yeah that's is. super cool so the document They're also they don't know yeah the uh the document also mentioned a search for an object crashing in a swedish lake conducted by a swedish naval salvage team with the discovery of a previously unknown crater on the lake floor believed uh caused by the object possibly uh, referencing the uh, Lake yes. Konjarv search for a ghost rocket discussed above, though the date is unclear. The yeah. document ends with the statement that, quote, we are inclined not to discredit entirely this somewhat spectacular theory of extraterrestrial origins. Yeah, buddy. While keeping an open mind on the subject. That's fucking cool, dude. Holy shit. Yeah, man. They're basically just coming right out and saying, listen, we can't could say be. it's not. It could that. fucking be. That's cool. That's super fucking cool. And it all came from Sweden. Sweden, That's number awesome. one. So, oh boy, Glimmingahus. What the, was that? Glimmingahus. 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 Okay. Feels right. <laughs> not in the, even, probably not even close. In the most southern part of Scania is the best preserved medieval manor in Scandinavia. The building was commissioned by the Danish nobleman Jens Holgersven. Oh, uh, I believe it would be just Jens. Is it? I believe it's a Jens. Is it? Yes. Is it y'all? <laughs> Maybe. Because my stepdad was from Pittsburgh and he used to say Jens all the time. No, no, not Jens. <laughs> not not Jens. Jens. You said Jens. No, Jens. Jens Holgersen Ulfstand. Fuck right? Pittsburgh. All right. Yeah, fuck Pittsburgh. It was built as a fortress in 1499 when Scania belonged to Denmark. Archaeological finds suggest that Ulfsten lived a very comfortable life at Glemingehus. Good for him. You Some, know, good yeah, for him. Yeah. Some of the most expensive objects available in Europe at the early 16th century are here, including oh. Venetian glass, oh. Rhineland oh. glass, oh. and Spanish ceramics. Oh, dude, fucking Spanish ceramics. Right. <sighs> I do. I want some Spanish ceramics. Yeah. Ulfsten would no doubt have appreciated the fact that the <laughs> castle still lives on as an important medieval center. The fortress has long been named as one of the most haunted places in Sweden Very with nice. several different ghosts and guises. The little girl in the blue dress, Moody, yeah, is perhaps the most commonly cited by guests. It wasn't me. No, I'm saying that. <laughs> <laughs> that would be kind of scary. <laughs> be amazing. <laughs> Just this. <laughs> That's fucked. It's a bit creepy because the staff always replies that there is no little girl in a blue dress. Just Another ghost that can't just a guy with a beard. <laughs> Another ghost that can be seen here is the white we'll, madam. We'll shoo him away. It's fine. <laughs> they are there are said to be the spirits of black rats, a species which is extinct in Sweden. Didn't know that. That's kind of I, yeah, okay. Yeah. Extinct in Sweden. A okay. big hen you with chickens. What? You know what? Good for Sweden. Yeah. Okay. 
and a ferocious big Wait, what dog. What did you say about chickens? The big a big hen with chickens. A big hen with chickens. Uh-huh. And a ferocious big dog. Oh. Yeah, the dog is said to be the ghost of a castle lord who sometimes turns into an animal. Mm. So there's that. You know what? Why not? Yeah, I mean, whatever. Three translucent ladies from the 18th century oh. and a cart drawn by six horses are also to be seen. Oh. Translucent ladies. I love me a translucent lady. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> nothing, six horses? Nothing sexier. Big ass cart. I mean, need like six horses. Maybe they're really small horses. <laughs> <laughs> they're more like ponies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you got I'm me just, there. You got just... me there. I don't know what else to say on that one. Yeah. Look, man, I'm just trying to find answers. Yeah, that's true. Here's some quick hits of weird, odd things to see as well in yeah. Sweden. So these these aren't necessarily like spooky. The first one's cool, but they're just kind of like weird places that I found kind of like kind of quirky little. Awesome. You know, what have you. So there is a devil's Bible. This that, one's cool. I'd like to look more into this, but this yeah. might be a bonus episode. A bonus? Yeah. The Codex Gigas. Yeah. We're going to call it that. Yeah. In central Stockholm, and it's around 400 years old and the biggest medieval manuscript ever known. The Codex Gigas means literally the huge book. And it truly deserves its name. The book is almost three foot tall. I, I just want you to know, I did the translating of the measurements for you. Thank you. Because it was all in millimeters. and I, <laughs> Which would have done nobody any good whatsoever. Not in America. Everywhere else in the world, it would have been fine. Yeah. Oh. But here. Yeah. Why are we so behind the shit on oh, that? Dude. That's so dumb. Metric systems is shit. So it's uh, uh, almost three foot tall, but about a foot and a half wide. 620 <laughs> pages. <laughs> And weighs a whopping 165 pounds. And this is a book. You, you can find a picture of the guy carrying this thing. It's fucking ridiculous, dude. That's crazy. There's a picture. He's just like, like, fuck, dude. Sorry, I was telling everyone how All much right. I love the Brewing Project. Good, good. So according to a legend, the Devil's Bible was handwritten by an imprisoned monk in Bohem, uh, current uh, Chechnya, who got the Devil's help to complete the work in one single night. If that isn't impressive enough, look for the page with a full-color portrait of the devil himself. Boosh. So, so he's saying that the devil came in and helped him write 620 pages. That are three foot by a foot and a half, mind you. 620 gigantic fucking pages. Oh, wait. So, oh, wait, hold on. Let me put this in the context of my head here real fast. So the book yeah, is the almost... Pa- the book is like this tall... And like this wide, and it weighs 100, and it's 620 pages that are that tall and that wide. Did he just write really big? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> That's what I would have done. Devil. <laughs> Devil. Okay, side sidetrack real quick, just because this is a funny story. Shocker. Uh, and it has to do with that exact thing that you said. I I, <laughs> I, I, uh, I was in chemistry class. This was in 10th grade, 9th grade, whatever, whatever. 10th grade. And I hated my teacher. She was a fucking bitch. <laughs> and uh, I would make it a point to piss her off as much as possible. And uh, she gave us a quiz one day and uh, she yelled at me on the previous quiz because I didn't do it right and she couldn't read my answers. So she's like, she yelled at me to like make sure she could read the answers this time. So I took out my notebook. It was a hundred page quiz or a hundred question quiz, all multiple choice. Took out my notebook. I wrote one big answer on every page and handed in the notebook. She gave me an F. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. <laughs> and I'm oh, pretty boy. sure I'm pretty sure I aced the test though. But she gave me an F. She's like, you are such an asshole. Yep, that's great, Mister Moody. Yep, that's me. So moving on here, we have Presbyterian's Museum, Sweden's most secret museum. So okay, I'm gonna stop you right there and say, 
right now this sounds really cool right mm -hmm. all right keep listening <laughs> a museum dedicated to swedish convenience store chain <laughs> That's that's, that's. <laughs> Presbyterian doesn't sound too exciting, right? <laughs> you might have to rethink since Presbyterian's museum has a two-year waiting list. It's unknown and still somewhat trendy, according to the evening papers. Inside the museum, you can find out more about Presbyterian's <laughs> over 100-year-old history. Read headlines from old newspapers, see old tobacco vending machines, and find out how Presbyterian became the most common Swedish convenience store. <laughs> It's a, and there's a two-year waiting list to get into this Are place. you serious? That's what it says. Oh, That's man. pretty magnificent, to be honest with you. I'm not going to lie. Sweden's smallest church is only about 1.5 square meters and was built by a former, former crafts teacher, uh, Rodney Schoberg. S-J. Schoberg? S-J. It's Schoberg. That's what I said. Who wanted to have a new project after retirement? His father was a pastor, and where Lilikiren stands today was a former uh, That's mission. The name of the church, yeah, Covenant Church. That's kind of cool. Lilikiren. Yeah. I assume that means little church. Probably, probably that makes sense. Rodney started to build Lilikiren in the year 2000 and finished four years later. The church has been blessed by a bishop and is now available for baptisms and weddings. It Aww. take him four years to build something that's only 1.5 square meters. Yeah, I mean, what does that turn out to be? It's like uh, three, three, five, like, like six, six feet? feet. Yeah, it's like six feet. Holy shit. So it's a room. Yeah, it's a shed. Yeah. It's, like <laughs> it's a, a shed in your backyard. It's a bathroom at that point. <laughs> My garage in the back is bigger than that, dude. Yeah, dude, it's probably like the it's, size. No, it's four times the size of it's, that. It's, it's probably the bathroom. size of like your bathroom. Yeah. yeah. That's six crazy. Feet. Six square feet, well, roughly. Good for him. Yeah. Listen, you get goals and you achieve. You know what I mean? You go after it. Hey, it's still there. So he did something right. Yeah. Well. <sighs> Growing high atop Sweden's full of uh, One more time. Full of uh, I feel good about that one. Full of mountain. You really shouldn't. Okay. Is uh, a Norway spruce that it's sure doesn't cool. look like much. But this little tree is an estimated 9,550 9, years old and goes by the name Old Jiko. So it's a tree. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Located in the Fola mm, Fogele National Park, Old Jico began uh, growing in this harsh tundra shortly after the glaciers receded from Scandinavia at the close uh, close of the last ice age. To put that into perspective, this lowly shrub was growing as humans learned to plow fields, domesticate the cat, and 2,000 years after it first took root, our ancestors began learning to smelt copper. Though the tree may have spent millennia as a shrub before the climate warmed enough for it to grow into the spindly tree we see today, scientists had a hunch old Tico was part of an ancient clonal organism. What? Just read on. When setting out to establish the tree's exact age, they carbon dated the root system beneath the tree itself, revealing the true age of old Chico. Researchers have also found in this area a cluster of about 20 spruce trees, all of them over 8,000 years old. To add even more to the charm of the scraggly 9,000-year-old tree, Old Chico was named after discoverer Leif Kuhlman's dog. Yeah. So what they meant by clonal whatever is that it was like a clump of trees yeah. or like a clump of that kind of just like grew off of each other. And they think that it was part of something like and that. And they're all over 8,000 years old. <laughs> yeah. So side note on that, there's like an actual, like the, the world's largest organism is a tree. And it's not No, just... it's not, buddy. No, it's not. Is it? Is, is it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> the concrete cracker. That was a penis joke. Yeah. 
So anyways, the world's <laughs> largest animal is a tree. And it's not just one tree. It's like a thousand acres of trees that all are rooted from one singular tree. That's yeah, like yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's of, like, basically, basically the what thing. they're talking about. Basically yeah. the same thing. But that's like, the like, take that, but like... Where is it located like, at? Uh, somewhere down south, like South America, somewhere. I think I don't. I don't know. I'll admit that it's not. That's not up north. It's not. It's like, I, I have heard of that before. Is it like yeah. rainforest shit? No, it's like it's like a big ass yellow looking tree. Oh right, right, the big ass yellow yeah, tree. The big <laughs> ass yellow tree. Yes. <laughs> is it in Texas then? Oh, no, no, those are yellow ribbons around the old oak tree in Texas, <laughs> yes. right? Yeah, that's what right. that is. A few other things. So there you have it. Some pretty creepy places and some fun, odd places in Sweden. And me fucking up pretty much every fucking word. Yeah, buddy. There's so much history in Sweden and so, so many places that could have made it into this episode. Yeah, there's, we a, kept there's them a lot of really yeah. cool other places. So many things. I tried to find ones that, like, that are somewhat... It's in Utah. Okay. I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. It's in Utah. You were close. I said Um, somewhere. It's kind of (laughs) south. South of Canada. South south of Sweden. That's all that matters. South. Um, So I I tried to, like, there was a lot, a lot of other cool places, but they seemed like very touristy. Yeah. So I kind of wanted to keep those out. Like, some of these might be as well, but they were like some of the smaller ones or whatever. There was some that were like, okay, this is something that, like, a lot of people probably know about. And like some of these seem like people know about them, but I, they were like smaller, kind of like, yeah. I guess maybe a little more. I could be way off, but that's how I, that's the vibe I got. They were a little more off the grid, but there's fucking so, so many haunted old like castles and rectories and just crazy shit. Rectory. So, <laughs> Damn near work. killed them. No, so doesn't work. One of the things that I was surprised that uh, we didn't really talk about too was there's a uh, like cryptid kind of thing i guess you want to say it's called the narkin have you looked into that at all i didn't see that one so the narkin is this super isn't that what they like revive crackheads with or something (laughs) that's narcan Those, those, what are uh, the Missouri Motorheads? Very strange. <laughs> yeah, the Missouri Motorheads. There you go. But there's a there was a creature which took the form of a couple different things. But apparently in Sweden they were it was an old folk tale. Okay. Kids out of the forest. Oh, all right. So there's this thing called the Narkin, which apparently to most people looked like a really hot ass dude who was naked playing the like the violin. What? Yes. And it wasn't me. It was. <laughs> <laughs> but supposedly what he would do is he liked to drown kids. So that is, he sounds like the kind of guy that would drown kids. Yeah, Jesus. It's a very dark, like if you read into it. I, yeah, I didn't, cool. I didn't it's come across a, that. Called at all. the Narcan. So that is super crazy. And the other thing that I thought was kind of crazy too that we didn't touch on is how fucking scared Swedes are of badgers. I, I did see that. Dude. I've read about that. Like the, 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 the theory behind that is like badgers, when they bite you, they're so afraid that when they bite and hold on to you, they won't let go until they hear a bone crack. Like that's how scared of Dude, I did, badgers I was, are. That's crazy. I well, was have you ever been that. bitten by a badger? Uh, no. Then... You know what I mean? Position, no, but, but it was it was. I did see that though. Yeah. It was like one of the weird things about Sweden. It was like how deathly afraid they are of badgers. Yes. I was like, that's. Do they have badgers in Sweden? I know there's European badgers, but they look like fucking Pooh Bear. And then you have our badgers, which look like fucking meth heads. <laughs> that's true. And they're it's funny if they were so afraid of badgers, but no one there had ever seen one. That's what I mean. That's like <laughs> honestly, that's what I first thought. I'm like, it's badgers, like their own they're, cryptid yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, they're yeah, afraid yeah, of badgers. Yeah. Like I'm like, that's the first thing I thought of was like, they have badgers in Sweden. I'm like, oh. Yeah, apparently. Right. Well, listen, I know I fucked up a lot of words on <laughs> yeah, this, you did. and I had a lot of fun doing it, and it was cool learning about that. Uh, and and before we move into our Dude, next, I can't segment, wait to. I honestly like of all. All the places we've done 
Like, I can't wait to do, like, another Sweden episode. It yeah. was awesome, dude. Yes. There's well, so much cool shit there. This, this next line live. says, yeah. we, we ooh, kept ooh, them ooh. mostly sorry and sweet, so Wet could talk about as many <laughs> as we could. <laughs> and I just had to put that in that there. That was the sweetest translation. Yeah, that was the sweetest translation. <laughs> no, we left them short and sweet. And, you know, just to get as many as we could here. So we definitely will be going back to Sweden sometime in the Absolutely, future. Absolutely, dude. Listen, Swedish listeners. Maybe we'll literally go back to Sweden. You can please yeah. let us know how horrible I did. <laughs> You can tell us if you've been to these places. Let us know yeah, if you've dude. been there, if you know about it. About you know? Or if any of you other listeners out there who aren't necessarily Swedish, if you've been there or knows a family member who's been there or whatever yeah. like that, let us know. And we'd really like to hear about that. And in yeah. the meantime, yeah. it's time for my favorite part of the entire episode. What part would that be, John? It's the movies. Oh, the right button. Yeah. And now. So we're talking about the 10 essential Swedish horror movies. Boom. And I'm going to immediately make a guess and say that I've probably never seen any of these. Not true. Not true? You may have seen a couple. I'm excited. At least there's one that I'm pretty sure you've seen because I think we've discussed it before. All right. So in no certain order, because these are not numbered, that's just the 10 movies on here. We have The Phantom Carriage from 1921. Yeah, there's some old school. And it says, Ingmar Bergman. Oh, Ingmar Bergman. Was heaven, you know, dude, no. super popular. No, yeah. I'm not even kidding. Like, that's a big name, dude. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. Inspired by... Right now? Never heard of him. Hey, shut your face. I'm not even kidding you, bro. Look it up. He's like a fucking... Are you thinking of Ingrid Bergman? No. <laughs> no, I'm not at all. Like, the dude <laughs> is a fucking, like, legend. Ingmar Bergman. I never heard of him. Really? Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. Like, other than the movies. Old school movies. That's it? He's an actor, yeah. Oh, shit. Well... He was inspired by Phantom Carriage, the movie, and uh, director Victor Showstrom and called his initial viewing of the film at age of 15, quote, one of the major emotional and artistic experiences of my life, an adaptation of Selma Lagerlof, no- the, the novel of the same name. Carriage tells the story of this soul charged with driving death's chariot, a dubious honor That's given awesome. to, to the last person to die on New Year's Eve before the clock strikes midnight. It's fucking amazing. In this case, the driver is an abuse, an abusive alcoholic who, <laughs> abusive, 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 who over the course of one night sees the error of his ways in a somewhat Christmas Carol fashion. There you go. The cinematography by Julius Janssen and special effects were groundbreaking. And while uh, Sostrom is hailed as the father of Swedish cinema, Carriage is likely his most famous world work of it sounds whatever. like a cool premise dude from 1921 as well yeah that sounds cool so it's kind of like yeah so this one is mm, hoxen right h-a with the umlaut x-a-n hoxen hoxen yeah, it sounds like hoxen to me but whatever yeah. this yeah. landmark film unless it's a, like a sh sound or it could be like a z sound like maybe it's a z sound like xylophone maybe it could be something completely maybe different. it's like hazen maybe it's just phil it's probably phil probably phil yeah so this landmark film by Benjamin Christensen blends documentary and fiction Ooh. to explore witchcraft and the scientific hypo- hypothesis that they fear. What is this one from? Witches. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's from 1922. Wow. wow. Yeah, and they're doing that. That's kind of nuts. Um, so That's they fine. feared witches of lore were, in fact, women in need of psychiatric intervention. You know, hysteria. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. But what is posited as a dispassionate analysis is a film that becomes a grotesque and tragic horror film unto itself. 
through a series of vignettes, we see ritualist, uh, ritual satanic celebrations, devil worship, torture at the hands of the church, and in the movie's most visually striking segment, women flying through the night sky on broomsticks. Ooh, special classic. effects. Special effects have come a long way in 100 years, but there's still something uniquely affecting about the gritty, crude recre uh, recreations of atrocities in the Middle Ages that make Haksan impactful even today. So, they, I mean, so this is 19... I feel like I need to go see that movie. Yeah, this is yeah. 1922. Yeah. It actually sounds kind of interesting. It sounds cool, yeah. yeah. So this one's 1968, Hour of the Wolf. Oh. The trailer for Hour, Hour of the Wolf explains... Um, it as what explains it as the time between night and morning when reality becomes a mockery of madness. So and like the witching hour, basically it's like dusk, yeah. right? Right, like dawn, witch, dawn, right? The witching hour, yeah, like three, four in the morning. And when masks hide behind faces, this is Ingmar Bergman. Boom! See, yeah. fuck, man, I told you, big fucking dude. This is 1968, though. Like, holy shit, that's like. What? Well, they were saying no, no, he, the he first got movie his... was his. It was inspiration. inspiration. Oh, that was yeah, inspiration. Yeah, yeah. So okay, he was a chap. Okay, okay. He was just a chap. Gotcha. He stars his stalwart collaborator Max von Sydow. Oh, boy, Max von Sydow. He's great, dude. As a troubled painter living in a self-imposed isolation with his wife. When the two are invited to a neighboring castle for dinner, the behavior of their wealthy hosts start unraveling the artist's already fragile mental state. It's a rare film from the cinematic uh, master that veers into dizzying terror, and you could uh, terror, not terrier, <laughs> and you could <laughs> hardly have terrier again with the terrier, and have any you could hardly have any list of Swedish films without Bergman. And oh, you were talking Bergman see, earlier. I told yeah, you, man. Yeah. So this next one's 1970. Fear has 1,000 eyes. It's a lot of eyes. That's dude, can you imagine his fucking contact like costs? Yeah, glasses. How weird Fuck, it would be. Dude, that'd yeah. be so filmmaker Torgny yeah, I mean, Wickman. <laughs> that's a lot. Torgny Wickman was known for comedies and educational sex films, dubbed pornography by some, when he made Fear Has a Thousand Eyes. <laughs> Sounds like porn to yeah. me. Which is described by the Swedish Film Institute of representing the quote sex sensationalism subgenre of horror in the country. So like exploitation, right? Basically. Absolutely. And it, a priest named Sven lives in a remote area with his wife, Anna, who is pregnant and suffers from general anxiety and nervousness. Anna's friend Hedwig comes to live with the couple to help her care for her. But Hedwig is a witch in concert with the devil. And uh -oh. as Anna starts seeing things and people die around them, Hedwig brings the couple fully under her power. Note in the United States, the film was titled Sensuous Sorceress. Definitely exploitation yeah. films, yeah. dude. That's pretty when funny. When was that from? That one was 1970. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Next one on the list is The Visitors from 1988. I've seen this one. Have you? I think this is the one I've seen. The SFI's description of The Visitors I've plot visitors. is great. Quote, what are those creatures inhabiting the house that the Erickson family just have bought? Creatures who will not leave them any peace. I have seen. Okay, I have seen you this have? one. Yes. Uh, let's just, for the sake of simplicity, call them Demons. Yes, let's. Directed by Jack Erzgard, The Visitors follows an American family's move into a Swedish country farmhouse, but the dad, Frank, has had a bad feeling about the place. Before too long, there's a ghost hunter involved and a mystery presenting itself about the creepy attic. If you want to see some superb, a superb Swedish haunted house horror, check out The Visitors. Yeah, I have seen that. It's pretty okay. good. There's, I've seen like three, I think three of the movies on here. That's one of them. Okay. Uh, next one, 1988's Mask of Murder. Arne Matson was a prolific Swedish filmmaker, and some of the most famous works are uh, the five Hillman thrillers, named uh, for the uh, crime-solving couple at the center of them, Kaja and John Hillman. Mm -hmm. It almost sounds like our uh, The Warrens. Yeah, The Warrens. Yeah. Fucking... But check out Mask of Murder for some cheap serial killer thrills. All right. This, uh, the story takes place in a Canadian town where women are being murdered and top law enforcement officers set out to stop the killings. 
It's not Madsen's most outstanding work, but he's an important figure in the country's film history. And watching Mask of Murder is time spent, better spent than watching The Snowman. What The Snowman is. Nope. No idea. This one, 1995, we're getting up here. This is Evil Ed. This movie is awesome. Really? I've seen this movie. It's amazing. Okay. The satire directed by Anders Jacobson, who also shot, edited, and co-wrote it, is a big tone switch for Swedish genre, and it takes dead aim at the infamously restrictive Swedish censorship board ooh, that was active for almost all of the 20th century. A snooty art film editor named Edward Swenson is assigned the soul-killing task of working on the splatter pick Loose Limbs 5 after the film's original editor committed suicide by blowing his own head with a grenade. Oh, shit. Yeah. Holy shit. It's crazy, <laughs> dude. This movie is so good. As the gore and horror and sexual degradation washes over him, Edward starts to crack, and by the time he's done with the assignment, he emerges into the world as Evil Ed, a psychotic woman killer and mutilator and general deviant. The movies made him do it. Skip lunch and have a laugh with this rare Swedish horror comedy. It's, that actually sounds kind of cool. It's so fucking over the top. Is it? It's, oh, my God. It's, it's a comedy, though. No, it's, it's like a comedy horror. <laughs> yeah, like it is. It's, it's amazing. Uh, next one is 1997's Insomnia. I've seen which the, uh, oh, I have seen okay. this one. Well, you've okay. It's not the same movie, but I mean, I, I talk about it here. It's like oh, a, okay. I don't know if it's like a remake or if it's like just a different version. But so this one would be the original. It looks like so American audiences will likely know Insomnia best by the stateside remake starring Al Pacino, Robin Williams, and Hilary Swank. Love yeah. the movie, to be honest with you. They were in uh, Alaska, though, right? Isn't that what the Insomnia was happening? I can't. Robin remember. Williams was a serial was. killer, yeah, and I can't Al Pacino went up there, and he was like, like sleep deprived, something like that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. The original, directed by Eric, uh, oh boy, Skjöldsbarjärg. Ah, wasn't that the lake monster guy? I, I <laughs> <laughs> generally follows the same premise: a murder in a small community results in a police officer from out of town being brought in to investigate. The tricky part about the town is that it's above the Arctic Circle, where yeah. the daylight hours, yeah, so yeah, Alaska makes sense, yeah, yeah. are a lot different than uh, from lands further south, 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 south. <laughs> south. Stellan Skarsgård plays the cop out of his element and struggling to stay stable Isn't that, uh, as the midnight sun shines. Is that it? Or was that Peter? Is that Bill Skarsgård's dad? Oh, Bill, Bill. Yeah, no. No, the, they're brothers. Actually. I believe they're this, brothers. This is the guy that played. Um, is he the one that? He played in Thor as the scientist that was helping Thor. Right. Out. Okay. And yeah. then was it Bill? Bill was the guy that played it, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. But that's, yeah. yeah. I don't know how they're related. but I think they're, I'm pretty sure they're brothers. There's like three or four of them. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, okay. Well, well there there's it. a bunch of scazgads. <laughs> scazgad. <laughs> so the next one is uh frostbitten or excuse me, it's frostbite in there in Swedish it's frostbite uh, frostbiten. Oh, makes yeah. sense. Yeah. From 2006. Although Sweden's most famous vampire film would arrive 2 years later, Frostbite is possibly the country's first and that earns it a shout out here. The uh the one that arrives 2 years later you've seen, I think. Okay. The movie opens during World War II when a group of wartime volunteers take shelter in an abandoned house only to find a demon inside that they kill and bury. Fast forward to the present day and we find a young scientist named Annika who is working for a heralded uh, old geneticist. Sorry, It turns out the elder scientist has been trying to create a vampire super race for decades since World War II ended and his experiments lead to a bunch of interns recklessly consuming a solution that transforms them. Bottom line, let the vampires stay buried. You know what, oh. though? Who doesn't want a vampire super race? Right? I mean, I don't know. Uh, probably. This uh, has got to be the one you're talking about. Wesley Snipes. 
Let the Right One In. There you go. That's a great movie. From 2008. This is the yeah. actual Swedish one, too. This isn't the remake. Because really? yeah. we talked about the remake yeah. last week or two yeah. weeks ago. Which I wasn't a huge fan of the remake. I yeah. liked this one. Yeah. This one was super dark. and The man. American version is just let me in, I think. Yeah. Before the surge of prestige, horror started picking up in 2015 with movies like It Follows and The Duke and The Witch. Oh, fucking dude, Babadook, Babadook is horrible, dude. Are the worst goddamn. I don't know why people like those. You've heard me Babadook. rant about yeah. the Babadook before. I, Babadook is garbage. Fucking Babadook. Thomas Al, uh, Alfredson teased the um, coming gender <laughs> boom with his modern take on the vampire tale. Excuse me. Let the right one in. Young, sinister Oscar lives a lonely sort of life until a strange girl, Eli, moves into his apartment. Or maybe it's Ellie. It's E-L-I, so I don't know, whatever. Moves into his apartment complex. She becomes his friend and protector, and the two gradually form an intense bond, which survives even the revelation about her true nature. Let the right one in blended art house refinement with global fame and acclaim among film fans by toying with genre convic- uh, conventions and incorporating the fine filmmaking sensibilities of highbrow drama. And it isn't that just the sort of cinematography alchemy you'd expect in the land of Bergman. Of course you would. And I don't know if you guys have seen this one. You. It's fucking It's great. It's a great awesome. movie. Man, it's, it's such movie. a good movie. Next one here, and it's the last one on the list, 2012's Wither. For another switch up in the subgenre smorgasbord, Wither brings you Cabin in the Woods horror, Scandinavian mythology, and zombies. Cabin in the Woods is a pretty good movie. <laughs> yeah, Cabin in the Woods. I thought it was good. Cabin in the Woods, man. Yeah, yeah it's a good movie. Based on Sam Raimi's original Evil Dead. Yeah. Woo-hoo. I have to go see it now. Yeah. Wither centers on a group of young folks gathering at an abandoned house for a week and away. But after arriving, they realize they've invaded the home of a Vitra, a nature spirit known in Swedish folklore. So it's really a cultural grab bag and worth mm. it to see Evil Dead through the lens of another country's tribute to it. Dude, we gotta, I gotta see that. Yeah. What's says, it called? Uh, it's Wither? called Wither. W-I-T-H-E-R. I'm to yeah. find that. There is also mm. a lot of gore, so be prepared. Fuck yeah, dude. So those are the movies. The essential Swedish nice. horror movies. Very nice. I'm going to have to watch some of those. those. Yeah. And I want to see like four. I, I think I want to see them all, actually. Yeah. All pretty much. Good. They all sound actually yeah. really good. So passengers, we hope you enjoyed your ride with us on creepy sweden and how horrible i fucked up on a lot of that shit <laughs> and i'm so sorry and you know it is what it is you guys know the show you know the funny thing is we could have rolled through that whole episode not said a word and people would just assume that you were right or except for the swedish yes yeah, i was gonna say or they're going to assume <laughs> then, that i'm a jackass so yeah i mean yeah. either well they assume that anyways well this is true they listen to the show right? i don't know if they need to assume that you kind of just put it out there so <laughs> <laughs> so listen make sure you're here and you're listening next week when we are going to be talking about the wow single Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. it might be wondrous wow <laughs> what just happened are you guys sure you, you want him know. back next know. week the wow signal eh? Wow. the wow signal moody yeah what's that about buddy uh so what it is is actually they uh they had their radio telescopes and you know out into space and they caught a very quick little thing and the reason they call it the wow signal is because it sounds like owen wilson Wow. wow. Yep, that's right. Wow. wow. Yep, that's what it is. It's, that's what it sounds like. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's what they got. So it's actually a. <laughs> It's not a, right? That's not right? You're close. Oh, you're right. close. It was a strong narrowband radio signal rece- received on August 15th, 1977 by Ohio State University's right, Big baby. Air Radio Telescope That's in the United States. And the reason it's called Wow, well, you know what? Wow. You're just going to have to listen next week because maybe it's Owen Wilson. It is. Wow. That's where we got to start. 
Absolutely. You start there and you work your way back. Yeah. Yeah. So follow it. Get on here and listen next week. And we're going to talk about the wild signal because it's it's a pretty cool story. All right. And it leads to some uh, speculation with some other stuff. So speculation. I love speculation. We know you like to speculate all over the place. Fuck yeah, dude. Just skate, skate, skate. Sometimes you need to get speculate. (laughs) Just speculate. So make sure to stop over to our official website, the Midnight Train Podcast. At our website, you can buy some super sweet merchandise. Super sweet. Super sweet. And, uh, you know, you can find our fecal fighter shitting robot t-shirt, uh, the Don't Be a DeSalvo shirt, and the Switchblade wielding Jersey raccoon t-shirt, yes. and much more coming. Yes. I'm working on more. And uh, blame, Don't blame us, blame the internet. Yeah, exactly. Don't blame yes. us, blame the internet. <laughs> Number one. And listeners keep asking how they can help keep the steam in our engines. Well, if you like what you hear from us, consider being a producer of the show by heading over to the midnighttrainpodcast.com and clicking on the Patreon button or go over to patreon.com forward slash the midnight train podcast for as little as five bucks a month. You can get all kinds of cool shit like a custom shirt, custom poster, custom sticker, bonus episodes like, you know, the, 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 the one we just did, the drunken uh, series the drunken, that we're doing. Yeah, the beer nights. Yeah, the beer nights ones, they're really we good. Got, we got we got that one coming up that uh, with the witches. Yeah, we're doing one with about and, the uh, witches. Cotton Mather. Cotton Mather, that son of a bitch. Yep. So if you're a diehard Midnight Train fan and you want to help produce this motherfucker, our Patreon is for you and you will forever be in your debt. For those of you that would rather leave us a one-time donation, you can head on over to PayPal and use the email address themidnighttrainpodcast at gmail.com. Also, you can easily like, subscribe, and rate us on your favorite podcast platform. And most importantly, share the Midnight Train Podcast to everyone. It takes only a couple of minutes and word of mouth is how we're going to get more passengers on this train and continue to bring you weekly episodes and bonus episodes. We can't thank you all enough, seriously, for all the love and support. Listen, we just did an amazing, amazing interview with Andy who was uh, unfortunately part of the Joplin tornado that dropped yep. down almost yeah. 10 years ago. And we are going to be releasing that on the 22nd. Yeah. Cause so, he, uh, he, for those of you who are may, might be new and not know, we did an episode on the uh, butterfly, butterfly people, people of right. Joplin that uh, a lot of people said that they saw after the tornado hit. And uh, a lot of people claim that they were protected by these butterfly people during the tornado. Right. And we got a, uh, we got contacted by Andy, by Andy and, uh, he uh, he wanted to tell a story. You know, he he heard the episode and he wanted to talk to us about it and let us know that he was you know involved. And uh, we ended up we 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 talked to him a little bit ago and we got a a really cool yeah a really cool perspective um, and a really crazy story. So that'll be that'll be up soon. Super crazy. Yeah. So make sure you guys are listening. It's, it's going to drop on the uh, the twenty second of May, which is going to be the ten year anniversary, anniversary of the uh, the touchdown of that horrible, horrible, destructive thing. Yeah. And we want to thank Andy very much again. Yeah. For, for his time. For being you Definitely know in in reliving I, that was yeah. and it gets very intense at times. Yeah. And uh, so make sure you guys are checking that out. So thank you again so much for listening. You know how much. We love you guys. So where's my kazoo, buddy? Because I gotta, I gotta thank some people here, baby. <laughs> we want to thank our superhero Patreon producers: Shannon Valiando, Mac Doherty, Gina Matson, Janet Sherrill, Heather Gilmore, La- uh, Laura Randall, Chad Flint, Cheryl Pierce, Chris McLeod, Justin Kowalczyk, Rob Webb from the Funbox Podcast. Yeah, Thanks for having us, buddy. That was a blast. Please check out the yeah, Funbox Podcast. Time. We were just on there recently and. Holy shit. <laughs> Christina Skelton and Jessica Bartolome from the Sister Skelton podcast. Make sure you're checking out the Sister Skelton podcast because they're amazing and we love them very much. Uh, to Maria Gibbs, Chainsaw. What? 
the fuck? Jigsaw, Craig Spurlock, Rick Resler, Courtney Batchelor, Katie Brabinick, and our boy, Bill Birch. Oh, good for you. If you want your name to be mentioned on the show, become a Patreon producer, and I will try not to fuck it up, I promise. As long as it's not Swedish, you're okay. (laughs) So in saying that, we want to say, hey, Logan, welcome. For sure. Yeah, you're you're in with us here. I might be sorry as well, too. Yeah, (laughs) you will be. Riley, always a pleasure to have you, buddy. Congratulations again on uh, graduating. It's a super big deal. That's probably why you don't need to be on a podcast now. So good for you. Exactly right. Right. That's good for you. Uh, You guys got anything you want to say before you go? You're plugging anything? You're thinking about anything? You're doing anything? I start my big boy job in a week. Okay, good for you. Full time. That's awesome. I'm just excited for the road ahead, man. Yeah. A lot of really cool adventures coming up and a lot of cool new things are going to be starting. So yeah. let's fucking do it. Yeah. Moody, anything? No. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing, dude. All right. Well, stay safe out there, passengers. You know we love you. And as always, choo-choo, motherfuckers. Now go home and get your fucking shine box. Turns into maggot pie Your liver starts to liquefy And for the living all is well As you sink further into hell And the flames rise up to drag you down Into the fire where you will drown Your skin melts off as you descend And Satan tears you limb from limb Your suffering will never Someday you'll be the one to die And when death brings his cold despair Ask yourself, will anyone care?